What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. What is going down, peeps? Week 5, overreaction Monday. Let's get it. I want to hear some big-time overreactions. Throw them in the chat. Doesn't matter what it is. Let's get some overreactions going. Let's see who's up in the chat with us. Derek, salute. Hey, hey, there goes Dr. Bogey. Uh, bakes a lot in the house. Say good morning, my brothers. Wake and bake Monday. Purple cereal milk. Let's smoke a bowl. All right, I got some uh, some Tyson 2.0. Sour D. Niner MMA said, I'm just happy Kelsey seems okay. We'll talk about that when we get to the injuries. Oh, man. What up, Devo? Devo in the house. Dion in the house. What up? What up? He said, Monday Night Miracles. Anyone that need 100 points out of Dubs and Quay Walker to stay undefeated in best ball. Oh, man. Tall order there, my friend. Tall order there. Where the hell? There you go. Get a lighter. Let's smoke it up. What up, Charter? What up, Dennis? Let's see. Emil said, what up? It's Thanksgiving weekend here. All right. Canadian Thanksgiving, shout out. Dion said salute to all the dads in the chat to take care of their own and uh, and do it um, something as fuck too and we the goats, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Dion, you ain't lying. Cesar benched Hall and more, still one, let's go. Niner said, Greg Wilson is not startable. <laughs> Garrett Wilson, right? That's what I'm assuming. And, uh, and there goes Bo- Dr. Bogey. Hey, hey. Uh, said, you can have the golf course, you know. <laughs> and uh, Niner MMA said, they can't score like nerds in high school. <laughs> you know, nowadays, I bet you the nerds get more pussy than the gangsters. I mean... Overreaction Monday, though. Let's be on there, like, you know what I mean? Typing away and shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for overreaction Monday, fuck, I mean, Broncos are like the worst team in the NFL, right? I think it's about, so they're one and four. This is about that time they start going, all right, we don't want to win anymore, and let's go see what we got with Marvin Mims and Jaleel White, McLaughlin, Steve Urkel's son himself, right? There's only one team with a worse record than them right now, and that is the 0-5 Panthers. And, like, the Panthers are really going to look at Marvin Harrison Jr., you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, mean the – I mean, if it was to stand right now. What do you think about the T. Higgins, though? I mean, I know we would not like that for this year. (laughs) But what do you think about that, how we've heard just multiple times? I mean, first it was – who was the first person that they said it was someone before he Hollywood Brown? Yeah, there you go. Hollywood Brown. You really think they're gonna go try to make a move on a wide receiver now? Like somewhere before the trade deadline, like not this second. I mean, at the end of the day, it's um uh, it I mean if you give up what a second and, and maybe maybe even a first, bro. Like a future first and a second. I mean, uh, Claypool was worth a second. You think those guys are gonna so it'd be like a one and a three, maybe, uh, maybe a one and a player in return. You know, um, I know it sounds like minuscule, but like if they probably receive Higgins and a pick and send back, or uh, receive Higgins and send back a pick and like Marshall. 
Because for what it's worth, Terrence Marshall, you know, Joe Burrow could be like, give me my guy. Because he, that 60, that 60 touchdown pass season that um, Burrow had in his last year of college, yeah. uh, Terrence Marshall was a part of that squad. Really. Yeah, for sure. Everyone was really hyped on him coming out. Hasn't been shit in the NFL. And uh, Dion said, dude, Jets would have blown them out if they could just capitalize in the red zone. I know, right? How many, how many field goals did they kick yesterday? Because what they have, did they only have the – what the touchdown did they score? Was it just the Brees one touchdown that they scored and the rest were field goals? Didn't he have like another like 70 yard? Didn't he have like two big house calls? We only had one. Uh, he only had one touchdown. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm even looking at. I, I don't. Uh, I don't even see if there was any other touchdown scored. Um, I remember if defense did one, but I see the uh, uh, Greg the leg. I mean, five for five on his kicks. Where's he at now? Um, what's it called? Jets. Oh, okay. So, what year is it? Uh, 2020. Uh, when was Greg the Leg good? 2018. That's when it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I swear in 2018, they were like, it's our year. Greg <laughs> the Leg. <laughs> Gonna get us all the way there. Emil said, "I think T. Higgins lands with the Giants." Man, I hope not. Oh my bad, Greg. The leg didn't go to the to the Cowboys until what twenty twenty, something like that. I can't yeah, remember. Right. The leg was with uh, Legatron. He was with uh, the Rams first. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I'm pretty sure he was there twenty eighteen when they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, could be mistaken. And uh, man, I hope uh, I, I hope T. Higgins doesn't go to the Giants, Emil. <laughs> well, here's the thing: the Giants could be thinking about one of those too. Like, hey, uh, you know, we, we can go get ourselves a, a young receiver. You know, maybe yeah. they. I mean, they really don't have Saquon Barkley. What if you know they go ahead and fucking pull up a, a first round running back? I know it'd be really stupid, but and I don't see Brian Dayball doing that either. But I mean, look, look at look at where we're, we're going into week six. There's already teams that can start. They're starting to activate that other plan. They don't want to activate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. What are the Giants? They're over, right? No. They beat somebody. Yeah. Who they beat? Didn't they beat the Cardinals? You're right. I say one. And you know who? You know who? Who the Cardinals beat? <laughs> Cowboys. You know who beat both of them? At the same time, <laughs> you never seen it. It was a, it was an unprecedented Arizona Giants. They morphed together, and, and they, they couldn't even stop the Niners, bro. You know what's funny about people saying that that um, was an NFC Championship preview? All that, that all that was hella disrespect to the Eagles, like who are five yeah. and zero right now, and who didn't lose to the Cardinals. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about like like how we encounter the type of Cowboy fans that like you know that are out there in the world. You know, some of them are analysts too, like on NFL Network and on Fox Sports and all. You know what I mean? How about them Cowboys? And like, you know what I mean? That that was. There's a lot of loud 
talking heads that are on that shit. Skip Bayless. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I, I, man, I forgot to watch it this morning, but because it comes on like at six in the morning. Uh, I woke up and just forgot, but I like watching Skip Skip the BS. I only watched a couple episodes last week, but that shit is funny, bro, because Richard Sherman and Skip, like, I'd pay for that. What, have, have, have that really good banter back and forth? Yeah, because Richard Sherman's like, highly intelligent Stanford yeah. grad, and he knows his shit. And, like, and then, like, and he loves the Niners because, like, yeah. you know, he wanted to come to the Niners with Jim Harbaugh. He eventually came there with Sala. Who was who was in Sala was there in Seattle with him. So, you know, what I mean, it came full circle. And like you don't see him talking about the Seahawks when he's on these things, these streams or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's banging the Niners, you know what I'm saying? So, like I, this morning, I'm sure he was going in on Skip, and Skip probably had this lot. I wish you skip like pulls a list out. This is the things that went against us. Like he, it's never the Cowboys' fault for Skip. You know what I mean? Man, so how about some overreaction to the standings? <clears throat> so right as a, as it sits right now in the AFC there's zero undefeated teams and there's two teams that have one loss and that's the Dolphins and the Chiefs See how how do we overreact to the Bills right now it seemed like after last week's like you know just crazy dub over the over the Dolphins and just like controlling the entire game then you go and get whooped on by the three and two Jags who are at the head of their division. How much do you overreact on the bills? Um, it's not much of an overreaction. It's more like a reminder that Josh Allen tends to play to the competition week one against the jets. He plays down to them, you know? Um, then there's, then there's, then there's the game against the Raiders where it's like, okay, he doesn't play necessarily play down a competition if if the defense is extremely shreddable, right? Yeah. But then there's the Jags, like, and you could say, oh, because they're you know their bio rhythms are off, they're in they're in they're in London, and we can say all kind of shit, but like, yo, know, he just played down a competition, you know what I'm saying? And and when when the when the um and Trevor and them, like, this is what kills me, is they were like really putting the foot foot on the gas pedal, and um then you see Josh Allen start to play to the competition, right? He started to come back in the end, but it's like, yo, where's that out the gate? You know what I mean? Like, where's the adjustments? I don't know. And yeah, but I don't necessarily worry too much about them, except for like, then they lose Milano for the season. You know, that's a big hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They lost Tredavious White. You know what I'm saying? So for fantasy, if I'm the Bills, I want them to have to throw more and, and disguise the fact that they they got a vulnerable defense on, you know, on two levels of their defense, really. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I want to overreact to the AFC North as well right now. So here's what is super crazy about uh, the AFC North. The Ravens are the only ones who've actually scored like over there. I mean, I know the Browns have only played, uh, you know, four games or whatever, but Ravens are the only ones who've scored over the hundred points in the five games and Steelers and the Bengals very uncharacteristically have given up over a hundred points each over there. Super uncharacteristic of the, the Steelers, Steelers. One doesn't surprise me, but it also doesn't help when they, you know, I think the Niners put up like a 30 burger on them, 30 burger plus some. I mean, they've given up more points than the Ravens have scored. <laughs> and the Ravens are the high scorer in that division right now. 
Um, call me crazy, but as long as Joe Burrow gets his shit back in the gear, they're gonna win that division. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I took a good look at the, the Ravens. They look like they're still trying to adjust to this new system. Um, their offensive line is in absolute shambles. Yeah, so, that's what you know what I mean. Like it's not helping Lamar be able to like work this offense. You know what I mean? Like that's- he might know their offense really well. Just can't execute shit though when there's somebody in your face all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you got like no weapons out there. Um, hey, Flowers is good. Yeah, Andrews is good. He's like, no, no run game. None. <laughs> then you got Bateman. Hey, wait a no second. Lamar runs. Well, I, you know what I'm talking. I'm talking about running backs yeah. in the run game. But yeah, I, I think that the North is anybody's uh, division over there. That I think that one is going to be survival of the healthiest. Whoever can stay the healthiest will probably end up running away. Seems like a dogfight. And how about let's jump over to the NFC and let's see over here. So I don't even think we don't even got to talk about the West. We don't got to talk about the East. South is pretty trash. What about we can talk about it all, bro? There's this. There's, no, 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 no. NFC is no. pretty interesting. Uh, that, I thought it was going to be boring. Yeah, no, it's not. You got the Eagles, you got the 49ers, and then you got the NFC North and um, NFC South. NFC North. This is the shocker. I just realized why it interests me. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 no, this is very the, interested in the fact that my Niners are undefeated. This is the shocker to me of like the NFC North and uh, and the NFC South. And what's crazy, actually, the one thing in the NFC uh west all teams have scored over 100 points over there there's only i think two divisions yeah there's only two divisions in the nfl that every single team in the division have scored over 100 points and that's the nfc west no surprise with the way that the rams have kind of been handling biz and the cardinals putting up points but the nfc north has also done that even the green bay packers have not even played their five games <laughs> and they already have a hundred points for over there. Who do you think is uh like, you think anybody is going to be able to compete with the lions? It was the lions uh, coming in this year who everybody thought was the favorite. I mean, I mean one and four teams over there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fucked up to say that no one could compete with the Lions over there because it's like it's still golfful and it's still like, like, OK, let's not pretend that they weren't at home. Like they're very good at home on the road. They get all like wonky and shit. You know what I mean? Like that's why I think the David Montgomery acquisition in the offseason is hella importante for them. You know what I mean? Because like now when you go on the road, you just put it on the back of fucking Monty. You know what I mean? Zoo crew came in here and said, I'm just here to say Lions to the Super Bowl. Let's go. Lions in the fucking and the Niners uh, NFC championship, bro. But here so here's the here's the tale of two divisions. So, in the NFC West, I mean only two teams have given up more than 100 points. In the NFC North, every single team has given up over 100 points except the Packers who haven't played this week but have given up 96 uh points. Cuz the Bears, I mean they've scored over 100 They've scored over 100 points. They've scored 115 points, but they've given up 157 uh, points on the season. I mean, that's going to be up there, you know, with amongst the league leaders in points given up. And when it comes to Detroit, 
Actually, first of all, when it comes to the Raiders tonight, right? I think the Packers can hold them at three points. I, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Raiders I'm are at home. I'm Johnson. Man, we, we've seen we've seen the Raiders have some pretty bad games out there. But, I think the um, Raiders can shellac the Packers this week. Like they have they have it in them with Josh Jacobs to like run all over this team that can't stop the run. So there's that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do still think that's pretty impressive, though. Two teams or two divisions having over a hundred points scored. Because, like, you look at the Jets. I mean, they haven't scored a hundred points. The Patriots have only scored fifty-five points this year. <laughs> Five games, you're averaging eleven point two five points a game. Ouch! Look at this too. Like, they're the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, and when does Belichick start to be like, okay? Because they bench Mac Jones at the end of the game again. Like it's been like the third quarter. So I mean, when you're already losing like 35 to zero or whatever the fuck it is, like I mean, might as well, right? Like it doesn't even matter him being in the game. Cause it's like, look, 2021, 22, 23, they could move on from him. Mac Jones isn't the problem. I mean, let's be honest. Like he's looking not- out there, but I mean that line. Horrible. It might be one of the worst in the NFL. They have, like Juju is like their best receiver out there, and like he doesn't even belong in that system. Probably doesn't want to be there. It their best player is Hunter Henry, and like he's so easy to scheme against. Yeah. What up, stranger? What up, Marco? We're having overreaction Monday. Throw some overreactions from Week Five in here. And Chase said Belichick hot seat. No, but what about Belichick just quitting? <laughs> like also, they, I think we'll you'll see them pull layers off of him. For example, like they won't fire him, but they might remove the GM duties. You know what I mean? And that would be insane to me, but like it's just not working anymore for him as the GM. I think everything was like real nice as a GM when you had a couple pieces who wanted to like stay loyal to the team and you had always like at least one halfway decent wide receiver who was like a team guy, whether it was the Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, whatever. And like, yeah, Tom yeah, Brady, Jacoby Tom Myers, you know what I mean? Guys like that. Then they bring in Juju who I thought was supposed to be that guy. And I wonder if Juju's just, is he not getting the playbook? Does he not want to be there? And it's just like, you know, just going through the motions. Did he do a fucking TikTok dance that fucking really pissed off Belichick or something? Yeah, oh. this, is, uh, this is ugly. This is ugly. And Emil said no excuses for Mac Jones. I mean, I'm just saying Mac Jones isn't the biggest problem with that. I'm not saying Mac Jones is. You know, that we can't talk shit about him. We definitely can. He's throwing interceptions out there. He's not making uh, good reads. But you have no weapons out there, and your offensive line is absolutely terrible. So that's not giving Mac Jones an excuse. That's just calling a spade a spade. Because they're bad. They have the least amount of points scored in the NFL right now. That's insane to me. And it's kind of it, it was crazy because it's a little fugazi when you saw them in the in the first week against the Eagles put up yards and, and points, but then you know five weeks later you realize well the Eagles are letting everyone do that to them you know what I mean yeah like because that's one thing that changed for the Eagles defense is that like you, you clearly see the change 
with uh, with, with their coordinator gone. Like it's not like they're bad, but they're still they're they're still trying to work that thing. You know what I mean? And uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson not being there makes a difference. And then what have they lost? I, I mean, I know they got Bradbury back this week, but he was gone for multiple weeks, and that hurt them because he was like their number two cornerback. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's the number two. Um, and then there's the age factor for like a Slay and for a Bradbury. Like they're not young, <laughs> no, but you know they're very good. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> they almost moved on from both of them. Member, mm -hmm. they were super close. But yep, like, they, even draft, they even drafted a young corner. <laughs> they would have been horrible if they would have moved on from both of them. They they definitely drafted. Uh, I mean, they they have the replacements for their front. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they have you know uh, <laughs> Jordan Davis and fucking uh, Jalen Carter, and you know what I mean? Yep. They have the next wave of dude, Nick Nicobe Dean. <laughs> huh. Yeah, they definitely got the hitters on defense. And uh, at the end of the day, defense really does win championships. And uh, you're not – I mean, unless you're the fucking Chiefs who can get away with having, like, a pretty mediocre defense and winning. I mean, and isn't that crazy? Because it's the same defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnola, that fucking won it with the Giants twice, right? Yeah. Being like – and I guess he had a defense when he was with the Giants, right? I mean, that's kind of what held them. It's kind of the inverse, right? Yeah. Back then, when he was with the Giants, it was the defense that held them up. Oh yeah, oh, to keep him in the game. Oh yeah, I mean Eli's setting like interception records over there. Lucky that the fucking defensive line was just like straight savages. Marco said Kyle Pitts MVP. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> and ASD said, "Hey guys, would you pick up Rasheed Rice and drop Palmer?" Um, I want to pick up Rasheed Rice. I mean, we see that they're getting him involved. Um, a little bit more. Like, I went to him multiple times in the red in the zone. red zone there, in the green zone. And this, this goes back to week one, too. Yeah, for sure. They drafted him second round, you know. Like, I mean, all these other guys haven't really, like, worked out who are in front of them right now. As far as, like, being an actual, like, X receiver. Like an X receiver, too. Like a guy who can go deep, a guy who could, uh, you know, go short, red zone target, possession look, like. You know, where where Sky Moore is like destined to be a slot guy only, you know, Kadarius Tony gadget motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, MVS rotational guy just runs the go route, basically. You know what I mean? And like occasional red zone target. And that's what Rice should be. It'd be able to like overtake all those guys, I would assume. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard to bank on it, bro. Mm -hmm. And then I and I hope we don't see another week of it. We're like, okay, who is it gonna be now? Cause like we might have no Kelsey for a week, you know. Yeah, potentially. And uh, let's go see. I wonder if they put uh, – I wonder if we got percentages up. We got percentages up. <laughs> he only played 30% of the snaps. <laughs> That's the thing that sucks. <laughs> I felt good when I saw Killer Clowns put him in his lineup against me, and then he scored. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, Stranger said overreaction would be proclaiming uh, <laughs> Burrow fully back. I know, right? That would be awesome. He looked like he's uh, he looked like he was back. That's for sure. I mean, we even really? saw the play where the uh, the whole um, what's it called? The whole pocket was collapsing, and he ran. He just ran for it. Didn't even hesitate. Was off yeah, to the zero. race. It was a zero coverage. 
they sent everybody. He, he got up out of there. I like that. Yeah, that was um, good to see. And uh, and how about giving Jamar Chase 192 yards and three touchdowns? That was really he was nice. Like, bro. He was like, man, DJ Moore, sit your ass down. <laughs> sit your ass down, DJ Moore. You know what I'm saying? Let me just sit your ass down. Just in case anybody thought that it was going to be Fields and uh, DJ Moore that were the dopest stack. Burrow and Chase said, hold the beers real quick. Isn't it week five? This is where we come alive, bro. I told y'all, week five, motherfuckers. Man, oh, Savage Jeremy said Caleb Williams to the Cowboys. See, like, this is a crazy overreaction because this would mean that the Cowboys, like, don't win any more games. Yeah, but also that means, like, they trade. They would have to trade up. And then they, sure. the Cowboys should be rooting for, like, Carolina or something. Like, like yeah. well, I'm saying the overreaction is that the Cowboys are so trash, they don't win another game from here so they literally <laughs> go three and 14 and then they're in the mix would still have to trade up because you know there's going to be someone with a less than three and 14 they're gonna, they gonna get it bro they're gonna <laughs> i mean they're 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 gonna be a wild card for sure you know what i mean <clears throat> i don't know about for sure they I should mean, be nfc so wild. Because uh, I just because I want to overreact right now, that's why yeah. Cowboys are pretty trash. I mean, you know, no, I, I think okay, all right. You want to overreact? <laughs> all right, listen, bro, they have their future right in that building. With oh, they just won't take a chance <laughs> on romance tonight. <laughs> Lance is over there, like. Just let his hair blow in the wind. You can see the receding hairline all crazy. He's just like, <laughs> you know. You know he's rocking the sports bra practice. Uh, With the stars on it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know it. <laughs> Derek said Lance is trash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't disrespect your future. <laughs> all right? You pay well, yeah, good that, money. That's what's crazy about the uh, – <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, Cowboys should – they should be in there at one of those spots. But it's like right now, it's like – I mean, Seahawks are 3-1. and one. I mean, they're, they're going into their bye. They're coming out of their bye looking pretty good. And they, and they beat up – well, they didn't beat them up, but they beat, you know, a team that probably should be undefeated right now in the Lions. Yeah. And how, how do we have three win teams? Three three-win teams – in the NFC South. Like, that's a little bit wild right now because the Vikings and the Bears, both one and four. Giants at one and four don't surprise me. But what sucks if you're in the a- a- NFC South is that, like, I mean, the, the it's good and bad. It's good because, like, man, you have a real chance to win that division. It's real bad because, like, you know, it's going to be hard. It could be a wild card if you don't win that division. You know I mean? Yeah, for sure. I still think they, they they're probably going to produce two teams over wild, there. Wild card teams, be, I, mean, I think a wild card team's probably like at least ten wins. Potentially, I mean, you look at all the teams right now. I mean, all the teams that we're thinking of as wild card teams are like three win teams as of right now. Mm-hmm. Packers, we'll see. I mean, it depends on if they win or lose tonight. Three and two versus <laughs> two and three looks a little bit different in Week Five, especially with all these teams that have uh, three wins. And if there's a team. If there's a team, this is really ugly right here. It might be, and it's not. There's not even an overreaction. This is how I feel. If there's a team, organizationally has a pedigree to get into the playoffs without their former star QB, it would be the Packers. Yeah, you know what I mean. They just haven't been healthy. You know what I mean. And their line's bad. That's probably not going to change. But yeah, 
Yeah, and you know, like guys like Max Crosby can really just fuck up all the plans that they have on a week-to-week basis, right? Because the pass rushers are getting that Jordan Love, you know what I mean? But if they start to scheme to get that ball out and, and you know what I mean, to be able to, you know what I mean, figure out their Ming shift run game, which would probably be through the air these days. Like, yeah. like I don't see Aaron Jones being like, you know, a 700-yard a rusher this year, but he probably put up like 700 through the air if he stays healthy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And see, what's crazy about the AFC is like the Jets are kind of still in it, even though they have like two wins. But I mean, I think we all just think it's going to be the Dolphins and Bills out of there. I mean, it's going to be the Chiefs out of the West. Um, see, out of the South, I mean, shit, as of right now, it's kind of still anybody's game. But I'm sure most people are thinking Jags or the uh, or the Colts right now. But all teams are either three and two or two and three. Not a lot of separation. And that's what's crazy. The Chargers, man, we just get like different Charger looks like all the time. They're two and two. So they just stay even keel on the bye. And man, like the North is just going to beat up on each other. That's the thing that kind of hurts them is they're all just going to beat up on each other. So they might only produce. Um, I mean, they're probably going to produce two teams over there in the playoffs. I don't know, man. The Vikings don't look like they're doing it. And if anything, they probably I don't know, the AFC, AFC North. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, the Ravens is just – that's another one of those teams where it's like I just feel like they make their way in there. And then you could also say that for the Steelers, but, but just judging on the way the NFC or the AFC North looks in its entirety, like the Steelers, they can, they're not far off behind any of them motherfuckers. Neither is the Bengals. But, you know, obviously – I right now, who do you think wins that division? The North? Yeah. I think it's going to be the Ravens. I still think it's the Bengals, bro. I think they go on a nice little tear here. You're going to have to. Yeah. Really the only ones right now who like are looking good in the points for and points against category are the Ravens. Nobody else has been scoring over mm-hmm. there. And uh, and I guess everyone except the Browns has been giving up points, but the Browns aren't scoring either. But we're going to see. It's all, it's going to be all about the health and uh yeah, it doesn't look like the Bengals uh, need Higgins that much right now. So, well, they need him for sure. Uh, well, they need him for sure. But I mean, they look pretty nice uh, over the Cardinals. Um, I mean, everyone does except for the Cowboys. Um, and Cardinals—they uh, play the Rams this week coming up. That is going to be awesome. And let's see. Oh, gonna be a tough defensive matchup between the Niners and the Browns. Chargers and Cowboys on Monday Night Football. That's cool. I like that it's on Monday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, Vikings and the Bears, the one and fours going up against each other there. And Chicago, I mean Minnesota might drop this one in Chicago, bro. I mean they're in Chicago. It could happen. And, oh, man, Panthers going up against the Dolphins. I don't think they'll be uh, – I don't think they'll be going one and five or whatever it is. You know what's crazy? The Giants had three turnovers on them, and they sacked them up a couple times too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm talking about the Dolphins. Like, that yeah. was – yeah, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, I, I think that's what – and then look at when you have a team with good pa- – or just any pass rush. You know, let I me mean? just try to get two off his mark or whatnot, fuck up the timing of shit. I mean, because that's what the Bills did week prior to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and that's something that could be like detrimental to them in the, in the long run. You know what I mean? Like, like okay, I know it sounds ugly, but like you know, say they play a team like the Steelers, right? Who could just constantly get at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, their secondary is really weak, and that'd be that's a, it's a mismatch for the Tyreek and, and Waddles. But like, you know, okay, how about this? Look at the Bills. The Bills. What do they do every year? Lose in the playoffs. Like, is is that not a playoff preview? Lightweight Jags Bills. Like, that could be something that we see in the playoffs. Potentially, you know, yeah. If, yeah, if the Bills are a wild card and say they. I mean, that's the thing. The Bills always lose because they're. De- I mean, it's yeah. probably a little bit on the offense also, because um, it's a little bit easier to scheme digs when you're talking some of the best defenses in the league. But it's always the Bills defense that screws them over. And now you're talking about in back-to-back weeks they just lost two of their best pieces on defense. <laughs> Potentially, we don't know if Milano's out for the season, but everything that they're saying, it does not sound good. It does not sound good. They don't. And uh, one of the reasons why I'm never going to say the Bengals is because um, they need to earn it, man. Bengals need to earn it. I put that money on Joe Burrow to win the MVP. He better be pissed. He better be trying to come back and turn like literally everything around. But uh, he's got some weeks before he can. He went, he went for over 300. If he just goes on a 300 streak, he's really making a case here. Oh, yeah. They got to they gotta be winning their division, and they got to be competing for um, – they got to be competing for the number one seed. I mean, they got to win out, basically. It's going to be tough. I mean, I don't think they have to win out. I mean, three losses, like, more than likely, it's going to be uh, – I don't know. Do you, do you think? Uh, do you think the Chiefs lose this year, even as ugly as they're looking? Like, I think Patrick Mahomes has to go above and beyond, even if they do. You know, like for him to win it again, MVP. Yeah, I feel like to go back to back, it's like you have to outproduce or at least close to it. Something he just doesn't look better right touchdown, now. Touchdown leaders. Touchdown leaders usually get in the fucking com- in the conversation. Like last year, what he had forty five or something like that. Believe so. I mean, yeah, and then he had the five foul wow, and then you know, then there was the fact that he had no Tyreek Hill for that year, and you know that kind of weighs in people's mind. Like, wow, look what he did without Tyreek. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this year, it's like he already did all that. I but know. Yeah. Okay, he's he's a shooting for the MVP. You want to know why? Taylor Swift. No. If he was <laughs> able to win with. Kadarius Tony on their team, man. That's that's like a huge, it's fucking amazing. That's a huge. That, that's a huge accomplishment. Man, it really is. I was gonna say, give me the draft, man. Like, right on cue. <coughs> it's funny, and I've done little shots at the Cowboys. Yeah. How the Cowboys couldn't handle the Cardinals. Derek said, "Whatever, Hus." I made it happy, bro. I know it's just facts, man. It's all right. It doesn't you define know. the season. It's like the hum is like sky's blue, bro. And I'm like, no, no, it's sky blue. Okay. <laughs> Cowboys just got to play at home because it's away from Jerry World where they don't really do the best. You know, when they're at Jerry World, I mean, they're undefeated in uh, 2023 so far. A Yeti's World? But now they're going to LA. <laughs> Not going to be in Jerry's World. They're on, West, they're on the West Coast. Yeah, you know they're back in prime time because that's because they're cowboys. You know who's back in prime time again this week? Uh, we got we got the Cowboys and the Chargers Monday. Got Giants and Bills. 
And then uh, <laughs> why are the Giants in in, in prime time again, man? No idea. They can't flex it this early. They can't just change it around. <laughs> I mean, they had multiple Thursdays, right? Multiple Thursday nighters. So yeah, against the Cardinals, and I mean, they, they played played the the boys this, on a Sunday. This actually is like really weak of like a slate like this week. Like you tell me, even if any games deserve to be above this one. So we got the Ravens and Titans, Panthers and Dolphins, oh, and, and they're in London again, right? Oh yeah, 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 they are. Is it, so, London, yeah. Or is, it is it is it Germany or where are they at? I mean, it's a six thirty game, so yeah. whatever, wherever the hell they're at. Um, let's see. So we'll change that around. So Panthers and Dolphins, Saints and Texans, Commanders, Falcons, Colts, Jags, Seahawks, Bengals, Vikings, Bears, 49ers, Browns, Patriots, Raiders. That's a good one. What? 49ers, Browns. Potentially. Lions, Bucks, Cardinals, Rams, Eagles, Jets. We're playing the number one ranked defense coming off of a bye week. It's annoying. And Deshaun Watson, motherfucker, got to be going up against the 49ers. We're gonna send, we're gonna send the house at him, or at least just Bosa. <laughs> yeah, Drizzy Drake Jackson. Fuck it. We're gonna debut uh, Randy Gregory. He's gonna be in rotation. That's that's awesome, actually. South Coast yeah. six fifty said 49ers gonna wax the Browns. You know me. I'm just this is gonna be a very hard fought battle. <laughs> You know, the best team will, will, will emerge the winner. How about that? Ooh, I like it. Peacock said Spencer's coming on the huddle to talk Saints and Texans. Let's yeah. Go. Let's awesome. go. And I want to see I, I want to see the rivalry come through in you two guys as well with this. Two of the nicest guys ever. I don't want to see two nice reverse jinxes, you know, happening out there. <laughs> I want you know to what's funny though? If you bring, if you tell Spencer bring that fire, oh, whoa, doggy, my saint, coming in there, marching bands. <laughs> Spencer gets fired up, actually. Tino said, "I'm killing that wafers league." Oh man, did you get lucky again this week? You catch another dub? Is he five and zero over there? He went back in there over cousins again. <laughs> Like Winning in spite of Dak, huh? Winning in spite of like the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And Tino said, don't worry, Dennis. The move is I lose in the Super Bowl every season. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a great reverse jinx right there. Yeah, he said he's the he said he's the Buffalo Bills of the East Side League. I want to see you win it, Tino. <laughs> All right. I, would, I would like to win it, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do one more dab here, and then... Uh, <laughs> Derek said, "Whatever, y'all. <laughs> we're gonna do uh, one more dab here, and then we're gonna jump into the injuries, and then we'll get in to the studs." You should be mad at us, man. You should be mad at point the finger where it belongs to be pointed at. They said, "Y'all are terrible. Y'all are terrible today." <laughs> Prescott is terrible. Okay, <laughs> whacking his name. I'm glad I don't have too much Dak from like this year. Getting him. Oh man, yucks here. Said sad day. Uh, I don't like taking. What's, what was worse though, Cowboy fans? What was worse, losing to the Cardinals or losing to the Niners? 
listen to the Niners. I'll help you. I'll help you find the happy, uh, happy medium. Well, I mean, they. What do they expect to beat the team that beat the team that beat them? <laughs> That's like the worst math, the worst football math. But people do that all the time. Damn, yuck! Said the Niners was worse. Of course it was. I think it's just living in the moment. It's a storybooked rivalry. You know what I mean? You know? Todd Derek said the 49ers because of bogey. <laughs> Tina said this show stinks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. You said my 49ers stink. I, I was okay with it. You can't I, say this show stinks. We smell phenomenal. How come you guys always want to talk about the Cowboys until they What year is it? It's 2023, clearly. That's maybe, the year. Maybe we should go back to 95. No, it's years go back. <laughs> Way back. Back into time. With the goat, Troy Aikman, one of the low key, one of the unsung goats. <laughs> I got a lot of respect for Troy Aikman. I think it's I think it's fucking phenomenal how he can have zero brain and do what he does this today. His brain's gone, man. Yeah, because he uh, he gave he gave his brain for that uh, that Sega Genesis game way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Troy Aikman's brain, remember? Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, and, and you know, you know what's crazy about that is um, never got it back. You know what I mean? And see what it was—they really put the Cowboys like playbook in there. Joe you know? Buck always has to be like, "Ain't that right, Troy?" Then he remembers his name. That's right, I'm Troy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did, did, well, did, did, did you catch that though? Like after they put Troy Aikman's brain into like a video game and it was the Cowboys playbook. Notice how they never won like after that. Cause you know what? He was like, had the four Jones, like, I need the real playbook in there. America's playbook. He did it. They haven't won ever since. <coughs> Cowboys need to blame Troy Aikman for that. There's ever someone to blame. You know? I'm really hoping the Bengals um, get our punt returner back by October 29th. Last time we played the Niners, we had issues with that position. Oh, punt returner. I don't, don't worry about my Niners, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the whole other side. We got we, we gonna see. Oh, yeah, we are going to play them eventually this year, though. Well, that's what he said, October yeah, yeah, 29th. Yeah, I'm, assuming, right now, I'm assuming I mean, that's it. So what's that? Three weeks from now. How about, how about my man Trent Irving? <laughs> Irwin, bro. He has win in his name. He does say he was, he was a nice little plug and play. Fucking Irwin. Dennis <laughs> yeah, said he picked him up somewhere. He's like, wasn't too bad. Come <laughs> on, man. That's my guy. I, I you, you know what's funny is like I'm a repeat offender, and he came into play a, a several times last year. You know what I mean? Where I had to plug this <laughs> motherfucker in and shit. Like, and then he was one of those guys I had cut everywhere. To make like roster room and then I try to pick them up everywhere this last weekend. Tino said uh, Niner fans acting like they haven't won a Super Bowl in that long, too. <laughs> we, well, Tino, we, I am not a Niners fan. It's just funny poking fun at the Cowboys. How do you not know? That's one of my favorite pastimes. It's a bit, we're on the quest for six. Yeah, maybe it's almost been 30 years, you know, 28. Yeah. That was funny you know, earlier. Right. Tino was like, you shouldn't have quit on the Chargers. This could have been the week. <laughs> I mean, look, I honestly, if there's a te- a bounce back spot for the Cowboys, it's hard to not believe it's these Chargers because they just charge this shit up. And I want to say like their win loss record with with Brandon Staley coming off a of bye week's not that great. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be like a good team coming off a of bye, but 
Hold on, let me go grab my daughter. She's about to go to school. Emil said, uh, you guys think Dak's done in Dallas? No. And Peacock said, I don't want to make excuses for Stroud, but Bobby Trees had at least uh, three uh, drive-killing miscatches. Damn. I didn't see I didn't see Bobby Trees dropping them out there. Stroud's looking solid. Stroud's looking solid. Devo said Thanksgiving night should be a good one. What's Thanksgiving night? Uh, ooh, 49ers Seahawks. Uh-oh. That'll be a good one on Thanksgiving. And uh, what Joe say? He said, I got to change my team name to the <laughs> to the Moss Effect. He said, I think, but then I'll probably jinx it. <laughs> Peacock said, Irwin screwing my Boyd flexes. Yeah. I mean, Irwin was coming out of the slot, man. Kind of sucked. We needed to see Boyd there more. And what, what, what's crazy, too, is like, <clears throat> I was saying, like, I think Boyd just stays being the Boyd role. You know what I mean? Tina loves it. He says, we all know you're a 49ers fan now. I love not cheering for a team like at all i cheer for the players gary buffet boy what up let's see <laughs> yuck said we good i keep my football standards real low so i'm never disappointed <laughs> i did the same thing Derek. And Peacock said, I saw all the people in the chat last week saying, we'll see who's the better team uh, in this week. And he said, and now I don't see those people. <laughs> Niner said, why is Damian Pierce allergic to TDs? Oh, man. Okay, you have to save that for the, uh, you have to save that for the H-Town huddle. But yeah, sucks. We need him to get more TDs. We need all those linemen back. Peacock said Falcons have a good D. Pause. Hell yeah, they do. We've been saying it, man. Their uh, their secondary is pretty nasty. Yeah. And they're playing hard, man. They're hurting people. Hurting, fucking concussing my, my tank DZs. Now I might not see them till week, what, eight? Because they got the, he might miss this week and then they got to buy, right? Week seven. Let's see. Yeah, Yuck said, what do you think of Laporta long-term? I mean, he's going to be a top tight end as long as he's healthy. I think Laporta has officially made Bogard a supporter. <laughs> Only took five weeks. <laughs> they still need him to block a lot, so either way. He's never leaving the field. Let's see. What did he get as far as targets? Got six. No, I don't even think he did. Where the fuck are they? There we go. I forget what analyst it was. He, he was got right. four. Yeah, see, that's what's tough, man. He's got, I mean, the one game with 11, that's like the big outlier. Other than that, he's getting, he's getting four to six targets. And yeah, it's crazy. Still, yeah, 87% of snaps, always on the field, but. Blocking. Yeah. And what's this? Derek said, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving, the new movie. He said, looks good, too. What is that? Uh, scary horror. And then yeah. Saw, he said, yeah. I seen the preview when he seen Saw and the Exorcist. 
Yeah, they're over here talking about, oh, Thanksgiving, let's have Thanksgiving dinner. And then these fools show up and like, there's a card for each one of us. Yeah, it looks freaky. I guess people are eating people now for Thanksgiving. And uh, Gary Thank said you. it wasn't for the Jags winning this weekend. Uh, <laughs> such a shitball weekend for fantasy. It was pretty ugly. It was a pretty ugly week. That's for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that I was on the, the the better side of the ugly weekend in a lot of my matchups. And Tino said we're still <laughs> we're still we still loud uh, stranger. He said uh, we went 25 plus years of this. <laughs> yeah, one loss. I mean, got to do a lot worse than that um, to uh, take down the Cowboy fans. I mean, they got they still they still prepping that they still prepping the the the, the parade, man. Yeah, I'll tell you how much like I don't care about like the 49ers and Cowboys. That a Cowboy fan called me yesterday. He was like, "Hey, you want to put some money on the game?" I just didn't even really care to because I really didn't even care who what was like the outcome of that game. But I texted him this morning. I was like, "You're welcome for not taking your bet." He was like, "Yeah, thanks." <laughs> hey, Cowboy fans be crazy. I like listen, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, in 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 a in, in a Tino and them league right in the chat they're all trying to make bets and shit like you know there's a handful of cowboy fans handful of niner fans and then like steamboat's like i put i put 500 on it and my man hit i said i'll put a million on it (laughs) 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 i dig the overconfidence (laughs) oh man and then then homie was like i'll get 50 dollars what's up he's like i'm 25 <laughs> you went from a million, right? Oh man, yeah, I know. There's goofy people like that make the uh, make the fake bets in their own mind. I remember one guy making the, making a fake bet in his own mind at a boxing party, and then getting real excited because uh, the outcome that he said won. And this is like, did you put any money in it? <laughs> he put fifty thousand. Um, <laughs> yeah, he put fifty thousand bogey bucks down on it. That's what he did in his own mind. I don't want about three, four million bogey, million dollars of bogey bucks. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Just wait enough to open that bogey shop, shop, <laughs> shop bogey.com. You know, I'm about to buy it, about to buy the store out. Savage Jeremy said, "How crazy does Devontae go tonight? Need 19.64 points tonight. I think he's going over 20. I think, I think, you're, I think you're in good shape here as long as it's a PPR. So he said full PPR. Yeah, there you go." Right. Um, Stranger said one thing. Uh, one of the things I love about this chat is even when two teams are bitter rivals, the people in the chat don't get tos- toxic. With yeah, them. I mean, because we're just smoking weed, having a good time. Like, <laughs> and I'm I, not a I, rival with anybody. I just like to poke fun at people. <laughs> I, I, I'll be the first to say when it comes to my team, I'm very protective. But it's just certain things that I got to jump out of the window on. Like, you know what I mean? When we get like the threat of like Sam Darnold. <laughs> no, don't you do it to me fantasy guys. Uh, but now I'm so happy to see Sam Darnold if, because that usually means whooping some ass here. Go ahead, Sam, clean them up, Sam. That, that is pretty funny though. Like Tino even shouting that out. He was like, man, Sam Darnold did indeed get into a game, and it's against the Cowboys. It's like, this is the universe. <laughs> it was crazy because, like, watching, like, Fred Warner, they're talking to him after the game. He was like, man, this is, 
this is one of the most fun games I've played in a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they was having fun out there, bro. Yeah, you saw that. <laughs> they were showing, like, each bench. And it was like they showed the Cowboys, and Dak's got, like, this big old frown on his face. And he's like, showing CDs, like, about to cry. And then you look over at the 49ers bench. Motherfuckers are smiling, laughing. We got, we, we got a, we're, we're drinking Gatorade with our pinkies up. And we got a cart, our cart sugary boy. What's that shit? That's Real sadity. It's funny how they picked that exact moment. And it was uh, the tale of two sidelines. It was hilarious. Well, I mean, you, you know what annoyed me was the, was the, uh, this female, the talking head. She was like, she was like, this rivalry started in the 90s. I'm like, no, it didn't, bitch. This shit been going on for fucking ever. This is a big deal. That's why this is on prime time. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? That's why this is. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you see just as many fucking cowboy fans out in that motherfucker, too. You know what I mean? The Cowboys got fans worldwide, but like this. Yeah. I think you know I mean? that's why that's right. why it's hard to not hear them. They talk about it's our year. I think this is one of those rivalries that both teams would be traveling pretty well, right? Like if they like if you guys were playing in uh Dallas, I think it well, you know what I mean. Playing yeah. at the Jerry World, I think that the, the Niners would I think the fe- female fans are funny to me, right? Because you know, what I'm saying a lot of the females that I grew up with too, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say any names, but like just a lot of females I grew up with, and then like when the Niners became good and their man's a Niner or whatever the whatever the fuck, but whatever the case may be, there they became Niners. And like one of the homegirls, she's a registered nurse. And like when the Niners were hella good, like back in like 2013, she's going to all the away games and shit like that. Then when we fall off for those couple of years, like, oh, oh, you ain't going to the games no more, huh? <laughs> and then we then 2019 comes around, and I gotta go, bang bang, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, and then there's LA, right? We every time we go to LA, it's just like we just have more fans there <laughs> that live in LA than LA Rams. You know what I mean? It's funny that when I went to a Chargers Niners game, um. I think I've told the story of like one year where like I was just like, I guess I was everybody's best friend that year because I went to eight or I went to six out of the eight Charger home games and I got invited by six different people to like go. So didn't have to pay for anything. And man, when we had the Chargers 49ers, it was a Thursday night game. And uh, oh man, 49er fans were thick in attendance that night. There was a crazy, there was a crazy fight in the bathroom that night too between two 49er fans. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm just saying, man. Sometimes you gotta put it down on them, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I remember one of the first games I went to at the Levi Stadium. There was a crazy ass uh brawl in the bathroom. It was like, yeah, it was all Niners on Niners, bro. There was a dude who just laid, <laughs> laid out on the fucking on the bathroom floor. You know, this listen, bro. I don't even pee in the toilets, bro. When I go because the motherfuckers be filled up to the brim and shit. I just pee on the fucking floor. I just pee right past it because I don't want that that other pee to splash back up on me. You know what I mean? So that guy was just drenched in like you know countless men's urine. Yeah, just getting stomped out. <coughs> Man, waiting in line to use the bathroom myself. Caught the whole thing. So my the the guy who uh, invited me to that game, he's an EMT, and uh, the dude who gave him the tickets has season tickets. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so it was in like the the handicap. Yeah, you had the little, little row. Room, yeah. The removable seats and all that shit <laughs> for people who may have season tickets and they're in a wheelchair. Yep. And um, so where we were sitting, 
Um, that that's where we were sitting because we just we happened to have those tickets because he gave them. The people behind us were talking so much shit. How you motherfuckers get in the handicap seats? <laughs> look, look able-bodied to me. So we were like standing up because like the people in front of us were standing up in the yeah, field. I gotta stand up in this motherfucker. Yeah, and they're just talking mad shit the whole time. <laughs> they ended up upgrading our seats because they talked so much shit that they went and complained to uh they went and complained to I don't know whoever the red coat motherfuckers are. You know, look here. There's these very, very obnoxious, able-bodied men <laughs> in the handicap. Yes, I said it. The handicap. They didn't have no, no. They didn't have a handicap sign with them. He <laughs> just hanged the sign on your neck. Really even trip, right? Yeah. You just shut the lanyard. How dare you? But they uh, they upgraded our seats because of that, so they ended up putting us into like the field. Like uh, we just went down to the left a couple sections, and then oh, they, so they gave you guys the treatment like you were handicapped. They're like, listen, let's move the handicap. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to listen to these people bitch anymore, so we're just gonna upgrade your guys' seats. We're like, word, all right, cool. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a Beyonce and Jay Z the on the run tour. It was at it was at the Giant Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in Frisco. And uh we would ride the train up there. Like we, we we did the whole thing like when we would go to baseball games because you get faded on that train, you know what I mean? So boom, we get there, gotta take a piss. And right when you get out there, you're right across the street from the from the from the park. So we're like, all right, let's just we had to still get our tickets because we had the little uh, you know, the little we purchased online. We went, okay, we gotta go get the tickets, right? So I'm like, oh, and then we asked the lady, she's like, Oh, the, the ticket master boots inside. Okay, cool. We could just go in. Yeah, go ahead, baby. Right? Nice little black lady. And we walk in this motherfucker, right? It's, it, it's kind of cool because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a couple hours later, that motherfucker's about to be lit. You know what I mean? There's no one in there. And then I'm like, the girls, they go use the bathroom. And then we get the tickets. And I'm like, ooh, let's go see where our seats are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, so we're looking. like a row, whatever. And we had good-ass seats, like, down on the bottom. And then, like, it was a big old thing, you know, big old stage and lighting things set up everywhere. And there was, like, a tower thing. You know, where like you know, where the, there was the, there was a cameraman up there, so he was setting things up. So like, oh, okay, they're gonna have, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I go, oh, these are our seats right here behind this tower. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's whack. And then like, so I'm like, let me go ask somebody, bro. And there's a dude, he's just in a suit. So I just go up to him. He looks important. And so, hey, these are our tickets right here. And then whoop whoop. And I, I tell him the whole deal. Like, let me go see. And he walks down, and he literally goes there, sits in the seat. And you're right, that's blocked. <laughs> let's, go, let's go take care. Let's go take care of this. Gave us VIP joints, and we were on the little bottom stage thing. Now, now we're in the front front. That's tight. That yeah, and the girls, the girls come out from the restaurant. I'm like, hey, hey, I got it. I got us upgraded. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. yeah. That happened to uh, that happened to me one time at when we were at Raw. Uh, this is 2003. They put like there was a camera like in one of our seats, like literally mm. in one of our seats. And so we told someone about it. And yeah, they moved us to the second row where we're on TV the entire time. And I'm wearing a bright ass red like jackass shirt, too. Oh, I thought you say a red Niner shirt. No, no, red jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hide it. <laughs> You're it was uh, it's a shirt where uh, remember where Steve O did the rocket out of the ass. It's a picture of that. <laughs> yes get it on tv and it was funny multiple people saw me and uh, yeah brought, brought it up to me the next day it's like you were at, you were at the you were at wwf last night so you were like a junior, junior, junior already <laughs> like a junior that year right yeah 
Do you remember the matches you saw? See, that's what's funny is like, I didn't remember nothing. I was like really stoned for that, I guess. Cause I didn't remember anything. I went back and watched it a couple years ago and I was like, what? Goldberg and Chris Jericho like going at it. What the fuck? And then, okay, uh, so yeah, that's like, this, I, I had stopped watching wrestling at this point because when they brought, they brought in, when they made the push for Goldberg, that was when Jericho was the undisputed, right? Yeah. And they're see both, it. They're both straps. Yeah, and I wasn't even watching wrestling at this point either. Like, I stopped watching it in 2002. Mm-hmm. But one of my friends was going with his brother or something, and I was like, you know what? All right, let's go. And ended up being worth it because I ended up in the second fucking row. <laughs> and Trent said, picturing you at Raw 03 uh, in a bright red jackass shirt kicked off my day perfectly. I like it. <laughs> and, uh, I, I mean, you can literally go back and watch it. I watch it on the WWE Network. You can see me there the entire time. I'm just, like, right there in the second row. So anytime it's, like, panning, just, like, the normal angle or whatever, when it's just on the side of the ring. like Was that back in the days when you used to rock an afro? No, nah, I would have the spike tear, though. Okay, yeah, because we were doing the spike joints back in the days. That was like a Dago and like that was like a Northern Cali and in, 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 that was a Cali thing for sure. Yeah, I had the short spike tear. Yeah, that was the only time I actually like ever did anything with my hair was like all throughout high school. <laughs> it's funny because I had a fan. I used to do the um I used to do the Uncle Jesse bang split. <laughs> and I got into like sixth grade. I was like, man, this, I got to get fly, man. Over here with the fucking Uncle Jesse split hair and shit. And I'm not Uncle Jesse. But then, and then I started doing like the low fade. And then I was just like, man, this shit's annoying. Like having to get cut basically every week. I was like, man, I'm just going to take it all down. And then the hoes started jocking hard. And I was like, oh shit, I'm bald forever now. <laughs> it was a wrap. Uh, our dono said uh, more in Henry for Kelsey and Higgins, man. I mean, I like it, but like, shouldn't you like pay less for two guys that are a little bit broken right now? Uh, Henry's not like Henry's not Henry's no peach right now either, I guess, but seems like he has a lot more, a lot more upside right now. You know, he throws that touchdown and completes that shit. It's a whole different story. He's starting to like Derrick Henry. Um, he's starting. He's starting under center this week against the Ravens. Damn, Tina said I got tickets behind the catcher at the Giants game uh, last season. Uh, last week of the season cost a hundred bucks each. Usually would cost about seven hundred each. Are the Giants not that good this year? Uh, was it an even year last year? <laughs> We're always good in the even years. I know two years ago we were like in the playoff conversation, but then like, because that was when I was like fucking with uh, Sven and him on that baseball show. Maybe this is three years ago, but yeah, they ain't been re- they ain't been relevant in a minute, bro. I mean, look at the division that the Giants are in. They're in there with fucking what is it? The the Dodgers and who else fucking there? Is the Padres in that division? Yeah, this is funny. Stranger said, I thought the first rule was always get Kelsey. <laughs> he should go after him. I'm just saying it should be a little bit. Rule. <laughs> I like it. I mean, like, it's, I like it because he gets Kelsey, but man, like, Higgins is like, I mean, this is fractured ribs, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fractured ribs. Ah, Trent said, You're a true 2000s edgy white dude. <laughs> Uh, 
I mean, if you're it was a true 2000s motherfucker, he'd have an anorak on or like a velour, a velour suit. <laughs> I used to rock the velour. That shit was pimp, bro. Bring that shit back. Philly Mike OG. I used to rock the shacks in the early 2000s. I like it. Oh, the shacks? Bro, man, I remember, uh, what was it? Them Arab temples was my shit. But basically throughout high school, bro, we was like, it was the birth of the D-Boy eras for us. So we was rocking shell toes. Well, at least me, I was rocking shell toes and Stan Smiths all day. It's like, if you know, you know. What the fuck? Philly Mike OG said my elementary school would send the students home with a PlayStation 1 and had us play these games they provided for learning. Man, that's hard. <laughs> I'd be the one kid that'd be like, see what had happened was someone uh, robbed me on the way home with the PlayStation. Right, <laughs> sold that shit. <laughs> Man, Philly Mike OG must have he must he must have been in the suburbs, is what I'm assuming. I mean, I'm assuming that Philly, the I inner cities weren't think, doing that. I don't think of the suburbs when I when I think when I think of Philly. <laughs> yeah, Corey Matthews is a long way from the inner city. Were <laughs> they there in Pennsylvania? <laughs> yeah, they were in uh, uh they were in Philly, yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. But see, I mean, <laughs> he definitely wasn't living uh, super rough, you know, like when we hear uh, people talk about their experiences in Philly, like the exact opposite of Corey, Corey Matthews. I remember for the longest I used to be like, yeah, uh, Jimmy, he's from Chicago, Jimmy G. And then until one day I said it around a Bears fan, man, he's from Arlington, bro. Fuck that shit. He ain't from Chicago, <laughs> like a real Chicago motherfucker. Like, nah, bro. It's funny. Trent said I was the white motherfucker with way too big shorts and Air Forces. <laughs> true religion was my shit. <laughs> yeah, so he's talking. Yeah, what was true religion about ten? Uh, actually, a yeah, true religion goes back like two thousand eight. That's when I first started seeing that shit. Yeah, true. You know, it used to be I used to call it the douchebag uniform. Brought, <laughs> back then, I was already twenty one. I was like twenty two at the time. When you go out, you see all the dudes, bro. They wearing the true religion jeans. And the Ed Hardy shirts, bro. And I'm like, damn, bro, they just, uh, everyone has the memo? I ain't never rocked none of that shit because of that shit, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I never understood wanting to dress like everyone. Like, so I could just blend in or something. Like, Philly might go, gee, did y'all have a, have a pair of Heelys? No. No. No, but I had the homie that did, and I swear to God, in high school, be like, hey, let, me, let me see him. We switch shoes real quick. I just, ah, hitting the fucking little railing. Yeah. That shit was the shit. Hey, listen, I promise you, I still have a dent in my shin that just never, like the cartilage just never came back or something. Because I, I was on, I hit the pole. Yeah. And I just slipped off and hit my shin. Oh. No, see, he, he said the heelys. He's talking about those ones where it's Oh, got, like the wheels. Nah, nah. Yeah, my, 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 those were soaps, the ones I was talking about. Yeah. Soaps where it had the grinding plate on the bottom of the shoe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a pair of those. Skaters used to be on that shit. It's funny. Yeah, but the Healy ones, those were funny too, because you see motherfuckers just 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 wheeling around the campus. <laughs> I'm like, that can't be good. Like, I feel like if you always pedaled with what the other foot and you're like always on your right foot or something, like one of the, your ankles about to be yoked on one side. <laughs> He's gonna have one buff ankle on the right. Yeah, I see Derek said uh, Philly was rough. I lived in the project in North Philly, it was no joke. I believe it. Hey, North Philly. Hey, it's funny because there's North Philly, South Philly. 
West Philly, like man, it's like man, it's crazy. I because you know why I'm influenced by a lot of the rap, the rap scene that came out of there, man. And I grew up on Freeway, and then fucking, I, you know, I went I, I, for, for the longest fucked with Cassidy and fucking Ar Ab. You know what I'm saying? Even Young Meek, Meek was the shit to me for a while till I till I realized, oh, he's doing this yelling. <laughs> you get on there, just start yelling on the track. <laughs> he he got bars, but it's just yeah, I'm not really. I don't really dig the yelling. And uh, what Tino say? I got the Jordan ones uh, through uh, through fourteen. Home in the colorways, no specialty shoes uh, like the Travis Scott or the Jordan Arios. They just weren't uh, weren't out when I worked there, man. <clears throat> yeah, I had the homie. Uh, shout out to my man Nancy. He he was running the shoe palaces for a minute, bro. So like you know, and that is back in the days when Spoozy still like go and camp overnight, wait in line. Yeah, and like you know, every store would probably get like maybe five, six pairs of tens. You know what I mean? Yeah, because right, and right. then he would put one. He would put one aside for me, and I walk in there, and motherfuckers would be hot as fuck. What yeah. the fuck? There would be some dad too. What the fuck? Me and my son have been waiting in this line since last night. Like, yo, shut up. You don't know nobody. It's, ha- it's happened to me multiple times where uh waiting like damn near all night. One time I went to LA <laughs> oh, yeah. and uh man, it was just we got there at like eleven o'clock, like the night before, maybe yeah, ten o'clock the night before. Already. It was already wrapped all the way around the building. Like see, mother- if I see that I'm oh, gone. I just yeah. leave because I know how many pairs this this fucking but unless you're just trying to get a pair no matter what the size is, because you're gonna flip it, you know what I mean? Or yeah. buy whatever they got left. And then they used to have like a limit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like you would have to have like like if you're like a you know you'd have to have like your boy with you. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna buy a pair, and then here's money for you buy another pair for me. Yeah. You know this I mean? was one, this was one of those ones where it was like it wasn't even you know super exclusive. Like you could only get it at um, was it the Nike Towns or like whatever it was or something. I didn't even have one in San Diego. The closest one was in L.A. That was only one time we made it up there and didn't get it. Every other time we made it up there, we uh, we got it. And I used to have all the super exclusives. Like I got these pair of uh, of Jordan fours. It's like black and yellow, and it's got like a velcro like thing on the tongue that you can pull off, and it says Rare Air Jays or Rare Air Fours. Oh, black and yellow, bro. Hey, look, I, I I was in I was in Melrose, and they had one of those um. You know those uh, where they buy and sell shoes, but they also have like new stuff. Like it's it's also, it's a regular shoe store, but they also like buy and sell shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know, some, uh, rare shit. And like, yeah. so I'm in this motherfucker, and it's three hundred dollars, bro. But I've never seen them there. The sevens and the scheme was white, black, and yellow. And then when I bought that shit, I mean, I, I, the dude at the front, he's like, "These are fly, huh?" He's like, "I still rock these, even these are, even though these are women's." <laughs> I was like, "Word." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Why do you think you never see these colors and for men's? This is women's exclusive." I, I, I know one never knew that though. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. And obviously, it's still you just get whatever size equivalent, right? Yeah, bro, those were fly, bro. <laughs> Dummy fly. People these think they were fake. You know how shoe heads will just come up to you straight up, bro. You got them fake ass J's on. Nah, nah, bro. These are the women's one. They go, "Oh, word." <laughs> oh shit! You know what I mean? Then they think you're like hella, like oh shit, that hard. I ain't never seen those. Like, yeah, bro, you ain't going in the women's section, are you? <laughs> PF Fly said, "I uh, said I'm a middle school teacher, and I have a kid that rolls into my class every day with Heelys. Every day, they said other teachers yell at him. He said I just give him a fist bump as he rolls by. 
<laughs> you know, it's funny too. It's like, as, see, I would get real bold on that, man. I, my Heelys would have like the the, the twelve inch fucking t- uh, t- tire on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> really in there mashing, bro. <laughs> That'd be stupid. Like a motherfucker's Gizmo Duck. Y'all remember Gizmo Duck <laughs> from DuckTales? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the robot duck, where he, yeah. he would like put the suit on, but he was, yeah. he was rolling around on one wheel. Yeah, she was hard. Man, yeah, man, fucking yeah. There's some teachers who are like super cool, and then there's just some that were just like assholes for no reason. They just like hated their life. I'm assuming it, it's crazy because like I I was fortunate to have like these cool teachers that I still remember till this day. Like I remember, um, like English, right? This dude, it was, it was, his name was Mr. Nguyen and he was probably like 24 and we're all in junior high. Right. So he's like kind of knowing like he was a wrestling fan and like, so like, you know, he'd be like, all right, last 10 minutes of class who watched raw. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) And like, it was, he was hella cool. Right. And like, it was an English class. And I remember we were at like poetry and stuff. And he goes, you're really good, man. He's like, look at your multi-syllables. Your, your your Shakespearean writing and like I swear that shit made me like want to rap, bro. Like I was like, oh shit, I'm rocking, man. I'm hard, I'm hard. This shit, man. I remember yeah. there was there's one teacher who uh because a lot of teachers would hate on me for selling candy because you weren't really supposed to, but man, it's just you know, gotta gotta make some money. You ain't selling dope. <laughs> and uh and there was one teacher who came up to me and uh, he was like a young teacher, he's probably like 25 or something. He was like, Alex, you know you're not supposed to be doing this, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, okay. So and he's like, I just want you to know I'm okay with it. He's like, but when I call on, you know, a candy bar, he was like, you know, you're just gonna do the right thing. <laughs> you gotta pay. You gotta. Like, you. you gotta pay a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> you want to operate in this area, right? Here. And every time he would ask for a candy bar, he looked stoned as fuck. <laughs> I'd laugh. Like, man, give me stuff for this cotton mouth, man. You got, hey, you got any, you got any Jolly Ranchers in there? <laughs> you know, what I mean, I almost choked on the Snickers last time. But Look, that was hey, that was a cool ass teacher, and you knew that he was like a stoner. Like, I had a teacher, right? He was real sour about his life. He's divorced over, and he was a social studies teacher. And like, it's funny because he'd be like, we were learning about like Cleopatra and stuff. He's like, see, just like a woman of power. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so sour at her. <laughs> and like his name was Mr. Henderson, right? And Mr. Henderson, like one day he got into it. One of the students, like he just kept disrupting. So he's like, you know, he gives him the boot and he goes, you know, class, I want to, he's like, when you get into high school, you're going to learn about economics, but I'm going to give you a little brief, a little brief lesson on economics. He's like, this is how much I make a year. Right. <laughs> he's like, right on the board. And he's like, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> I don't make enough money to deal with this shit. And he said it just like that. And I was like, oh, if you guys are laughing, man, I love Mr. Anderson, bro. <laughs> Raw. Stranger said, Huss was slanging early. He said, Sugar's a hell of a drug. Hell yeah, man, because it would be the same people every single day. <laughs> Getting a candy bar or two every single day. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah um, by the time I got to high school, you know, what's funny about high school is like, there's all kind of like trips and all kind of shit, but you got to work towards these things. So they, you know, you could sell like beef jerkies or remember them little yeah. long stick beef jerkies. People yeah. have bags in them or yeah. fucking they'd have the candy bars that are a rip off. Man, don't leave them things around. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do not leave them things around because I'm not even going to sell them to snatch that shit. We just eating them motherfuckers. <laughs> <I know. laughs> has anyone seen my bag of beef jerkies? Nah. 
Yeah, man. Every every time, every time. There Why was. does your breath smell like teriyaki? <laughs> I mean, I ate a whole bag of them right now. Yeah, every time there was people trying to like stomp on the turf, man. <laughs> like, cause I, I had my shit jacked before. It only took one time, and luckily it wasn't a lot. But to make me realize, you know, you just never leave your bag unattended, like ever. Hell no. And uh, but so everybody who like tried to like stomp on the turf. They had to learn the hard way. <laughs> I remember uh, uh, I used to never dress out for PE because by this time I don't give a fuck. I'm just there to make money and shit. And we, yeah, we, uh, my, my move was the eyeglass case. Have all my little sacks in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and, you know, those are baggy pants days. So it's like, if ever I just, you know what I mean? You stash it right there in your fucking thing right here in the waistband and you got your saggy pants and like, you know, they're, they're not really going to go in there right there on your ass. Like, I mean, on your, your crotch area like that. So that was always the go-to, right? I left my shit in the bag in, in the locker. And, you know, we used to have this big old, uh, I mean, they still have it. It was a, like a handball board. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So if you didn't dress out, you just walk around. You know what I mean? And like, I wasn't finna be like, just, but anyways, I don't know why I left my bag, but somebody would went up in the locker and snatch my shit. Cause I didn't have my own locker either. I just, whatever locker was in there, just put it in there. And everybody knew me. You know, I didn't think nobody was fuck with me. And of course, the first person I think of is the motherfucker that would buy sacks off me. You know what I'm saying? But like, and he was a little, he was a little, little Mexican dude. Uh, shout out to Gabe. He actually is my boy to this day, right? But my man Gabe, you know what I'm saying? He's a little fucker. Now he's like 6'3", but back then he was small as fuck, bro. And he took my shit and I knew it was him, bro. I'm like, hey, bro, where's my, where's my shit at, bro? And he's like, ah, I didn't take your shit. So I tried to get all defensive. And then I just grabbed his bag and I, can I see it like protruding in his little, you know, the front pocket. The little little shape of a, the thing I put in is empty. I'm like, yo, where the fuck's my shit, bro? You better give me my shit right now. I'm gonna steal off on you. And he just said one word, ah, stole off on his. <laughs> and it's crazy because like he was a somebody, like you know what I mean? Like his cousins, they had like this gang called FBA or whatever. So now the cousins is on me, and I tell him straight up, bro, this motherfucker stole my shit, bro. I had to do what I had to do, and and it's funny. I don't know if it was Jedi mind tricks or something. He's like, ah, right, yeah, he he is a weasel like that. He be stealing people's shit. I'm like, yeah, bro, fuck that shit. But I was like. You know what I mean? They're about to jump me, bro, because I stole off on his little ass. Now he's big as fuck now. He's, he was one of those dudes that got into the roids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and that fool, he's a uh, he's remember the one I told you that out in Iowa right now, Green uh, Thumb Extraordinary, getting paid to do cycles and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's stealing from them now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking game. Dion said, uh, thoughts on fields. I said, he said, I know it's easy defenses, but his confidence seems to be there now. Yeah. And I mean, the, the one thing about him that you got to like about his schedule is like these next four games are going to be like real nice. Um, I mean, Minnesota, uh, Vegas, Chargers. Like, I mean, that's three, uh, three. So not, not four, three games that are going to be real nice. But, you know, and then it's going to go on and off of a little bit of like some rough, you know, patches of games. But, I feel like you got to be way more confident now versus like three weeks ago. You know, I'm, I'm still mad about this shit, bro. Cause I don't think about, I never even got that tree up off him, bro. <laughs> all off on him though. And I guess like them not jumping me was like, I guess we're even. <laughs> <laughs> man, now that, now I'm thinking about he growing a lot of weed nowadays, bro. According to the interest. <laughs> Time to pay the piper, homie. You know what I mean? Hey, hey Gabe, how you doing in Iowa, bro? And uh, Philly Mike on G said, my high school teacher was an offensive lineman for the Jets. I looked him up on Madden 2003. 
And uh, his name was Ivan Kolsky. Said something weird like that. He said he was an overall 60 and uh, injury cut him short. Uh, I had a, uh, we had Coach Slayton. I don't remember his name, first name. Maybe it was Coach, right? But Coach Slayton. And he rocked his Redskins Super Bowl ring every fucking day. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, and he, I, I, I want to say he was the 92 uh, Washington Redskins. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what – I think he he might have been a DB. I don't know what – but he wore that shit proud all the time, bro. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was like, that's how you're supposed to do it. You know what I mean? And he would and rock – a bad substitute teacher pussy. You know what I'm saying? And he would always be walking with a little white gym teacher. You know what I mean? <laughs> She had to, I was like, okay, okay, coach. And he would always have the Sakanis. Right, because like he would have like he would have like the orange windbreakers with some orange and white Sakonis, you know what I mean? Or yeah. like the red windbreakers with the orange and white Sakonis. And then like I'd always get on. You can't wear the red like that. Cause they used to get on foods. Like if you wore like all red, they, they send you home. You know what I mean? Yeah, they like, like, student, like students, right? Yeah, or they make you wear your PE clothes or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, like you couldn't wear like you know. But what's funny is that you could wear all like navy blue because there's hella crips at our school. Yeah, we're all blue. They were yeah. motherfuckers being there, baby blue sweats, baby blue thing. What's up, cuz? You know what I mean? But you can't wear all red. You know what I mean? Yeah, one day, one day I broke the uh, the dress code at school when I was in junior high. We had a dress code and I broke it, and then they made me wear my PE clothes all day. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, in junior high, I, I, I fucked with the windbreakers, and so I came to school red, red windbreakers, red fubu shirt, and then like. I was getting sweated at school, but like, I remember I was, t- I was taking a bus. I was with this broad. I'm taking a bus to her house, like Mopitas. So this is like a 45 minute bus ride. You know what I mean? And there's these fools just fronting on me, bro. What's up, cuz? You bang? I'm just like, just don't, just, just don't acknowledge them. You know what I mean? I got off that motherfucker and then I saw them. It, it, you know, I looked back there getting on. I just ran, bro. Fuck this shit. I'm like, yo, that shit was real in the 90s, though, bro. You couldn't be, and you know what was worse for me too is I look Mexican, and I always wear red, bro. And then like you know you might get if you're like in downtown or somewhere like, and you see the Sudanos and shit, they're front on me, bro. <coughs> you know, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, they, you can't be wearing. <laughs> it's the same thing if I was to wear blue back in the days, and you see some North days and start swimming. Hey, what's up, eh? <laughs> I'm Chino. Oh, okay. <laughs> then they're all cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. The, the bro, they're, they're like they're, 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 you don't see them no more, really. At least I'm not I'm not on that scene, so I wouldn't know. But like, <laughs> it was crazy growing up, and then you start seeing the Sorenos walking around wearing sharks hats. Like, oh shit, they're out here. Like, it's just is now. You know what I mean? And Dion said Fields and the Bears uh, set a record for most completed passes in a row with 16. Oh, <laughs> I think that's a Bears record. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, still set a Bears record. I, I saw Philip Rivers. Yeah, okay, okay. My bad. I missed that part. Yeah, I saw Philip Rivers uh, go like 21 straight. I don't even think that's – or it was like 19. I think there's like three people tied with that, right? Yeah, there you go. It was like 23, right? Because I yeah. think uh, – what's his name just tied it? Uh, Tua, right? He went yeah. Two. Oh, no. I think Tua went 19 straight. Then he had his incompletion. Because, yeah, he went 23 for 26 that day, so he didn't have some incompletion. Deion says also the fourth QB to ever throw for 5,000 yards, rush for 1,500 yards in the first 30 starts. The first three QBs were Vic, Jalen Hurts, and Lamar. And ain't none of them won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying, I'm not hating. I guess that is hating. PF Fly said, I got bailed out last night when the 49ers took Purdy out. I won by 0.2 points this oh, week. There you go. Uh-oh, Dion said the Hustler Dynasty 16 has some hitters, said the top four teams are Hus, Zoo Crew, Bogey, and then him. Yeah, and the only team that beat me so far was Hus, and, like, I put up, like, 460. He put up, like, 490 or whatever, <laughs> like, four or 500 or something like that. Like, like, of course! I'm the second highest scoring in this week, playing the highest scoring guy. And uh, yeah, and Trent said, "Dab, let's get it." He said, "I'm chief in the uh, hash rosin." Let's go. There you go. Big fan of the rosin. Let's see. All right, Tim in the house. What up? Salute. What up, Tim? All right. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get to the injuries. I'm gonna get uh, get the little. Yeah, dude. Tim, I'm gonna grab. I'll be back in thirty seconds. All right, we'll let the cheat we'll get the cheat sheet up here. It was uh this week, I mean shit, it was um a down week as far as quantity. Oh man, but um the quality of players that uh, that got hurt. Fuck man, sucks. And uh Tim said taking first place in my league after today's game. Let's go. All right, well, you know what? While we're waiting for bogey. We'll do one more dab, and then we'll get into the injuries. Shout out to the 420 crew. We need more peeps to go join the 420 crew. Come on, guys. 420crew.org. We need more peeps joining the crew. We got multiple private chats over there where we're just shooting the shit. You can't ask about fantasy. You can ask about trades, starts and sits, everything over there. Join the 420 crew. Join the movement. 420crew.org. Minimum is $5. $5 gets you into the crew. And the higher the level you want of, like, read everything, because um, a lot of advice and uh, and tiers of different access to me as well in there for the advice and uh, amongst other things. So check it all out. And the higher the tier that you're on, the more entries that you get into every raffle that we do. And we're going to be doing a raffle here somewhere in October. Um, we need to figure out what we're going to actually do. All right, there goes Bogey. There we go. And we get to rock the FNT. Let's see. My whole my new thing: thin mint Oreos. You put them in the freezer. Yeah, that's a new thing for you. Well, I used to do this with the mint uh, Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, yeah, and I used to put the peanut butter ones in there too. Hell yeah. I don't know. I put my Reese's, I put my Reese's in the fridge too. I don't know. I like my shit cold. Is that weird? No, can't do that with a Snickers or nothing like that. But you know what I mean. And I, the only Reese's I fuck with is whenever it's like Halloween season or like fucking like Easter or Christmas because you know they have like the fucking the, the pumpkin shaped ones or the you know what I mean those are fire. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I ain't never, I ain't never thought to put the men, thin, the thin men joints. I'm like, man, we used to do that with the Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. You know, it's a trip, bro. You know how I'm from the Bay. It's like, I walked outside a grocery store one time. You see them Girl Scouts. Like, we got Girl Scout cookies. I'm like, oh, where? And I go up there and they had the fire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys got the Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. <coughs> we have a bunch of people who just uh, just hopped in. And you know what we haven't shown off in a while? We haven't shown our, uh, our NFL uh, shout-outs in a little while. Let's show these shout-outs before we get into FNT. Because we had uh, a few superstars here that we got some shout-outs from. You should roll the shout-outs and then go right into the intro. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Here we go. We got three of them. Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Taylor Rapp, and you are listening to the IDP Expert Fantasy Football Hustler. What's up, guys? I'd like to shout out Alex Fantasy Football Hustler and the 420 crew. I'd also like to let you guys know that defensive players matter too. So get into the IDP league with the hustlers so you can drive players like myself. Let them know, man. Defensive players matter, man. And we make plays just as much as the offense. And from one of the GOATs. Shout out to the 420 crew. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bust it down that blow out of East San Ho. What they know my name. What up, what up, fantasy football hustler back at ya. I am Dr. Bogey. And we're talking injuries. If it's your first time here and you're watching this on replay, smash that subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to the audio podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler, and make sure you go follow. Fans F at FF Hustler 420 everywhere, all social media, and Bogey is at the GMM Network. Go follow everywhere. We're jumping into injuries, and I got my little cheat sheet here, and we're just going in order of uh, we're we're just going in alphabetical order here. We're just starting at the top with the Arizona Cardinals. James Conner. Uh oh. Man, he's always getting hurt somehow, and that's always the reason why he's never drafted. Uh, very high and knee injury, and we're just waiting for more clarification on if he's missing time and how much time. And we, we don't have any specifics on the injury, but as a doctor, I will tell you, you need a knee to be a running back. Two of them, we got two that, of them. What's his name? Demarcado is that it? Is that his name? Dude who came in, he's a rookie, right? Mm-hmm. He has a he has a cool first name too. What's his first name? Let me see. 
felt like I wouldn't be able to spell his first name. Amari. Amari. Oh, it's Amari. Never mind. I thought it was something else. It's like Emari, not. Oh, there it is. That's what it was. Emari. All right, Demarcado. Yeah, he'd be the next man up there. Um, let's see. Ooh, Buffalo. Matt Milano likely out for the season. So he broke his leg and suffered a knee injury. That's all bad. It's all bad. That sucks, man. That really sucks. And uh, you know, we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to pour one out for Milano. Where is it? And I'm gonna miss everybody. I'm gonna miss them. No, I'm gone. No. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, we had a real bad uh, neck injury for Chandler Savala and um, on the Carolina Panthers, one of their guards. So he was a dude who got rushed to like the hospital and everything. He got, he got discharged, um, and he was like uh, he traveled back with the team. But yeah, just I don't even know how he. Uh, I don't even know how he um, how he suffered the neck injury. But yeah, he was the guy who got carted off both teams were like on a knee like out there and, yeah it was uh yeah it was a wild scene that was a that's for the panthers right yeah yeah that really, that really really tough injury like when you get any injury to that line because they were supposed to be good on paper they haven't been the greatest this year yeah how about for the cowboys so turpin is that the uh, is that the dude who scored the touchdown for them? Right, yep. he got injured, um, ankle injury. The bad one though was Leighton Vander Esch neck injury, and him and Michael Parsons just kind of collided, and like you could just see like Vander Esch like ran into him like just hit like top of his head first, and like neck just got completely like squished and everything, and um, yeah, he's had a lot of neck issues. Like before too, so we're gonna be uh, gonna be more info to come. Yeah, let's see. Broncos, uh, they lost their DN DJ Jones knee injury. He left and didn't return. It, it, they got him playing DN. I think he's a DT. Right? Oh, DT. My bad. Did I say DN? My Niners and shit. Yeah. Uh, for the Lions, Emmanuel Mosley, one of their cornerbacks, knee issue, and he got ruled out. During the game. as well, he's 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 good too. Yeah, for sure. The Texans. Oh man, Tank Dell, Tank Dell, um, in concussion protocol. Ah, uh, sucks. So we might not have him for this next game either. And then they're on the bye in week seven, right? You said. I think so, right? Let me fact check. That does not look like they have a game in week seven. Yeah. Okay. So we might be might not be able to play Tank Dell for a few weeks. Might be a few weeks. Uh, how about Anthony Richardson? So they said an AC point sprain, and it's in his right shoulder. Uh, what happened? Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. What's weird is like I guess the AC joints ain't really missing time. Really, Ayuk didn't miss any time. 
but obviously he's a receiver. And then Derek Carr is the one that's kind of alarming. Like he should have, he should have been missing time. And then like, I yeah. guess, yeah. You know what I mean? But then it's like, Hey, you go out and you beat new England. It depends on the, I, it really depends on, uh, on how bad it is. Cause it could be, it could be a week or it could be up to six weeks. So yeah, we're just going to have to pay attention to his practice schedule and everything. Gardner Minshew against you. Yeah. Uh, Mo Ali Cox got evaluated, uh, got in concussion protocol, didn't return to the game either for anyone who's diving that deep. Uh, for the Jags, they lost their left guard, Walker Little, knee injury. Yeah, he did not return. And then uh, Zay Jones, knee injury. He left the game, did not return either. The Kansas City Chiefs and Travis Kelsey. So they say it's a low ankle sprain. And we're waiting to hear more. Oh, man. Shit sucks. Uh, For the Dolphins, they lost one of their tackles, Isaiah Wynn. Neck injury. They can't be losing that's linemen. A big, that's over. a big. That's a big shot there too. Yeah, we can't be losing. They can't be losing linemen over there. We need two to stay. Yeah, uh, right. too. Yeah, he was getting hit after that. Yeah, we sacked him a couple times after that. Uh, here's the big one: Vikings, Justin Jefferson, Hammy, and we're waiting to really hear more. Like we still haven't heard more about the grade of injury. Tino, are you watching Tino? Because, man, it's crazy because every week we're talking about an injury, another injury to a player that this guy Hinnock has. Like his team in that league, just one like from Aaron Rodgers, is all the way down. Just every week, one of them's going down or getting dealing with something. You know what I mean? Damn. I know. It's weird. Happy Tree said grade three ACL sprain. Let's see. A grade three? Or what? Grade three AC, right? That's what I'm assuming. AC. So you can't even get Not an ACL. You can't even lift your arm like that, bro. See you know what I'm saying? See, 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 this, this is the shoulder right here. See that? Got the AC joint in there. You know what I mean? See, if you can't do this, how can you do this? You know what I'm saying? So I'm a doctor. So they say for, for a grade three, it's usually, uh, usually two to four weeks. Okay. Yeah, so car, probably like a grade one. Or wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, no, no. Sorry. Now, if it's a grade three, he's going to be six to 12 weeks. That's yeah. a grade two. That is, we'll, uh, we'll know when, when it, we'll know this week, bro, because they'll probably put him on the IR if that's the case. You know yeah, I mean? for sure. If they don't put him on the IR this week, you're, you know, it's, you know, it's not a grade three. Yeah, it's probably not something we've got to worry about more than maybe a week. You know what I mean? <coughs> it sucks. He, he left early in that game. So it's like, like I think people, and no matter what, people are gonna still chase what he did like that first couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. And let's, 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 let me remind everybody: he's already missed time to a concussion and to well, he left the game because of a knee before already, right? Like late in the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And let's see for the Patriots: Juju head injury, left the game, did not return, didn't specify if it was a concussion. Or not. Let's see. They had an offensive alignment uh, leave the game and not return. Jawan Bentley, I didn't even see that, left with a shoulder injury mm-hmm. and did not return. Yeah, that one hurts. Let's see. Okay, so for the Saints, um, 
So I don't know why they brought this up after the game, but I guess uh, Chris Olave, he was dealing with some kind of toe issue pregame. I mean, he played the whole game and everything, but uh, they wanted to make sure to uh, bring that to our attention. (laughs) Then the New York teams, pesos. We got to hear about the, we got to, we're waiting for the MRI results on his neck. Oh, man. Uh, the dumbass. Not good. And uh, I, well, I have zero dumbass, so yeah. I'm not tripping off that one, but it does suck because it's like, you know, like what, what does this mean for a Saquon when he comes back? You know what I mean? Like, I have a few dumbasses, so this sucks. And let's see, Juan Dale, he left. Concussion, El Concusto. And then who else? The, the right guard? Man, I mean, they're just losing people left and right over there. Yeah, they've been getting, they've been getting beat up since week one, bro. The cow, everybody's been kind of stomping on, like kicking them while they're down since the Cowboys did it to them. Ha. Huh. Divo said, I just realized I was four minutes behind. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the future. And then for the Jets, they lost one of their offensive tackles. Uh, Vera Tucker, calf injury, left the game, didn't come back. <sighs> we need the linemen for Brees. For anybody who wants Brees, we need those linemen to stay out there. Yeah. Zach Wilson, do you think like, cause you know, there's this whole, there's a whole mindset that um, Rogers could be back by a certain time. Right. But it's like, do you think the jets with Zach Wilson can even get them there to hold on for a chance for Rogers to come back? It's not looking good, man. It's not looking good. I mean, the jets uh, defense just has to do so much and they're trying, but they can only do so much. Two and three, the jets are. Yeah, they're right. They they're still in it somewhat. Yeah, who do they got this week? They got the Eagles. Oh, uh, yeah, they're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wow. see who they got next week. Well, they got a buy. They got a buy in week seven. And then week eight, they go up against the Giants, eh? You know? <sighs> the Battle of New York. Could get back to uh, three and four. Yeah. Could almost get back to 500 by then. Let's see. Let's see what they got after that. They got the Chargers, and uh, they're in New York. Chargers like to charger it up on the road. I mean, especially going East Coast. So then they they get to 500 there, and then Rodgers is like, ugh, he's doing the stretches. And then they got the Raiders after that. It's not like the Raiders are like that big of a threat. They could get above 500 at that moment. That's going to be cool. Watch Devontae versus uh, Sauce. But then they got uh, the Bills after that. So then they would drop back down to 500. <laughs> and the wind you would be like, oh, my God, the Jets are above 500. It's turning around. Then they get to the Bills like, ah, never mind. And then they play the Dolphins the week after that. <laughs> so then they're dropping below 500. Like there. And I think that's very generous that we're giving them those five wins right there. <laughs> yeah, because that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. 
Um, and then they play the Falcons after that. Oh, they could do something. You know, if they Texans didn't lose after that. And then, ooh, the Dolphins oh, after that. Oh. They're going to get let out of their sails. Commandos after that. Oh. And then the Browns on Thursday oh. night. <laughs> Not going to be too good there. Ooh, the Patriots. Ooh. 18. So you mean to tell me, hold on, wait a second, where are we at? We're like at six and eight there? Seven and eight? <laughs> I don't oh, think they God. make it. <laughs> seven, and seven right there? Hold on. <laughs> there. They're getting close, but man, I don't know. Antonio's listening to shit. Man, stop this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's going to be times where Rodgers starts ramping it up and they just catch like three losses in a row. It's like, ah, all right. You know, there's hella construction here all the time. There's always a truck that comes. You know that, you know what I mean? One of them trucks, the food trucks. Yeah, I just want to walk over there and get like a nice breakfast burrito or something. I love food trucks. Are you a food truck motherfucker? Uh, I mean, it just depends on where I'm at, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I got some good food trucks now. Yeah, for real though. It's not just the roach coaches of old. <laughs> for real though. Huh? <laughs> And Crispy said, I got an F, LCL, and still out here hustling. <laughs> I like it. Calling them bonus holes. <laughs> I mean, Crispy, hey, Crispy's a motherfucker. You've been having to, like, you know what I mean, crash down on your knees and all kinds of shit for years, I'm sure. So, like, you know, he, he probably does that. His, his LCL is worn out, <laughs> stretched out. That motherfucker is as tall as a motherfucker, too. All right. Here we go. Thanks for everybody who uh, caught this on replay. Smash that subscribe button. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the audio podcast. Make sure you hit the notifications because we're going live all the time. And we're just going to jump right in to the studs and duds. Let's get into the QB studs and duds. Let's go. What up, what up, fantasy football hustler, back at you, and I am Shane Falco. Yeah, and I'm his twin brother, Johnny Utah. <laughs> the name's Johnny Utah. <laughs> Never seen us in the same place at the same time. Until if now. If you are watching this on replay, smash that subscribe button, hit the notifications, and subscribe to the audio version of the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler. We're going to get in to the studs and duds here, and we're starting it off with the QB position. And, oh, man, Fields, number one on the week. We only got one more game to go, 41 points. And let's see. 280 we'll passing yards. What, 50-plus rushing? 57. 57. Uh, four passing touchdowns. Doing it with the arm. Doing it with the arm. Let's see. Is he pacing for fourth thou wow at uh, this point? That's a good question. Good question, Aquato. Will he be the first to ever eclipse 4,000 passing yards for da Bears? He's pacing for 38.86. Oh, come on. <laughs> Got to do better, Fields. Got to do better. Come on, Fields. We're gonna, the, the race for 4,000 is here. I said he wasn't going to get it. All right. Yeah, that would have been a nice under bet. 
in the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, 282. He hit the over. I mean, he got the Vikings coming up, right? He's about to throw for 300 now. <laughs> yep. Brock Purdy. The Brock says, know your damn role. 252 and four touchdowns. 17 for 24. On okay. one of the best defenses known to man. Oh, man. This one surprised me because I thought Jared Goff was going to suck. And he kind of did, but it was just three touchdowns, 236 on the yardage. It was just one of those days. It wasn't like, in, right. Didn't he also run one in? He did get one on the ground as Let's well. Let's go. Oh, the awfulness. Four total. Four total there. And going back to what I'm always reminding people is when he's at home, he's averaging 28 points in a six-point passing, uh, one, one point for every 25 passing yards league. So, you know, he smashed that, that average. Yeah. And let's see, Josh Allen, number four on the week, 359 through the air, only two through the air, but did have one on the ground as well. Joe um, I, I, I like this. Yeah, I mean, we need more of that. We need more mm-hmm. of Allen like that. Yeah, and even this Joe Burrow one, I like this one a lot too. Let's and you know what? I'm sorry, I skipped over the wolf. Oh, oh, wolf. two through the air. One INT 37, 37 for 51. Not the best. No, we Let's love it. We fucking love it. Sam yeah, the actually Wolf pretty good. 70, 73%. Come on. Let's go. Wolf. We need more out of him like that. Joe Burrow, right? Just a just a little tick below the wolf. 317. Three through the air. One INT 36 for 46. Had to throw it a bunch over there. 46 attempts. That's uh, second most on the year for him. Uh, first most was when they played the Rams. But first game for him over 300. Let's hope there's many more to come. Yep. Let's see. So what's that? That's number six. And then we got number seven is Hertz. 303. One through the air. One on the ground. One INT. 72 yards on the ground rushing, 30 points. Another guy getting 30 points is Desmond Ritter. (laughs) 329 yards and a touchdown, 28 for 37. Had the rushing touchdown as well. He's out there doing his thing in this week anyways. Against the Texans too, That that was pretty good. Let's see. I'm pretty sure they won in the trenches, like you know, because that's that's what uh Atlanta low key is supposed to have a really good offensive line. QB9, Bryce Young, 26 points, 240, uh, 247, uh, three touchdowns, two INTs, threw it 41 times. This was the most uh that he's thrown in any single game. The Vikings. Vikings defense, that'll do it to you. Oh, no, they wouldn't the Vikings. who they play? Lions. Lions. That's surprising. A lot of it was garbage time. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Let's see. Seven, eight, nine, ten is Mahomes. 281 and two touchdowns. 31 for 41. Tua almost tied with them. 22 and uh, 22.92. 308. Two TDs, two INTs. Kirk Cousins. 
was that QB 12 on the week 284. Let me see. And then Stafford, Wilson, and Carr all got above. Well, Carr's 19.72. Um, everybody else, Stafford, Wilson, both got above 20 points. Let's see. Who is who are our dumpster diver QBs of the week? Oh, I mean, the biggest one. He didn't even get – he got negative points. We could have played Bogart scot-free this week in our lineups, and we would have gotten one point higher than this guy, Mr. McCorkle Jones. Weeks in a row. Real duddy. What a fucking piece of trash. And I, uh, I don't think it's a Mac Jones problem, though. No, it's, it's not just the whole, him. The whole team sucks, dude. It's all bad. He has a combined 1.1 points, uh, 1.1 point over the last two games. We got to bench until further notice. It sucks. But uh, that's what we got to do. Got no weapons either. No, not at all. So, yeah, abandon ship. Outside of week one, they haven't looked like an actual team. Like, they just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know Anthony Richardson got hurt kind of early in the game. Um, I think it was like the second quarter or whatever. But, man, three points even through that second, those two quarters. Sucks he got hurt. Couldn't redeem himself in garbage time. Uh, Minshew got double the points that he did. He's the Ginsu. All right. Danny Pesos. Third week in a row with single-digit points. He's a dumbass. Zach Wilson. I mean, he went from uh, from hero to zero for in, uh, from one week to the next. With in Pete. that matchup where everybody ball alls. Not him. 199 yards, one INT. Nothing over there. And let's see. And, of course, Dakota Prescott. He could not get to 10 points. Yeah. Come on, man. You got to get into 10 points at least. You know, and I'll, I'll listen. You know, one of those picks was deflected and then it just, you know, just sharp defense. You know, we made the play. But the other two, really ugly, really whack Prescott things he was doing. You know what I mean? Really, really ugly. All right. Well, there are the QB studs and duds of the week. We want some uh, we want some overreaction Monday from people. Um, so make sure you throw your overreaction Mondays uh, in the comments here for any position. We're gonna get to the RBs right now. And uh, and what Marco say said that alert is very confusing. And I always <laughs> always think my ex is walking backwards. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a big woman. <laughs> Booty so big when she back up is like beep. <laughs> And uh, let's see, what is uh, Shannon's question real quick? He said, <laughs> oh, man, he said, I uh, got two wide receivers in the top 10 and two more in the top 18, Josh Allen. Uh, I don't know. So what's the question, Shannon? Like, got to make some trades? Is that, is that what you got to do? I think so. All right. 
We're getting over to the running backs. Anybody who watched this on replay, smash subscribe, turn on the notifications, go subscribe to the Fantasy Football Hustler. So uh, go find at FF Hustler on all social media. And Bogey is at the GMM Network. Go follow us both on all social media. And let's get in to the running backs. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. What's happening, Bogart? Scott Free in this thing. All right, we're getting in. Oh, I not think of a running back, could we? I know, I totally forgot. Got I, was like, I, got, I was trying to think of one. I was like, oh, he said, okay, I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get in to the running back studs and duds. If it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button. Turn on all notifications. The number one running back on the week, Travis etn what on the bills i mean just catch you by surprise bogey yeah that's for damn sure um and i like this the steady usage of of the target market share that he's been getting like and i'm not gonna lie in one of the redrafts i packaged them etn up and i and i brought back justin herbert and um and uh, what's his name? And Brian Robinson. I felt really good about it, but I was like, man, I made a jump ship too early. You know? But, uh, yeah, bro. It's ETN. He's that guy. He's been handling biz. Yep. 36 points this week. Top scoring running back so far. We only got Monday Night Football to go. This one caught everybody by surprise. Zach Moss? What? 165 yards on the ground? 23 attempts, Whew. two touchdowns. What's crazy is like, is what is the philosophy going to be for Shane Steichen, right? Because, you know, he always ran a, a, a timeshare backfield with the Eagles. I'm not saying that's what we're going to see, but like, you know, and they're obviously were, had JT on a snap count, but man, that's, you know, it's it could be like a one-two punch thing. It'll be really fucking annoying to have JT. That's all I'm saying, but. I, the roles will reverse for sure. You know what I mean? Like we'll, once once JT starts getting fully acclimated in this new offense, because mind you, this is the first practice week he's ever had with this new regime, this new offensive scheme. It's still coming off the injury. And I see that role. The roles will reverse. If you can sell high on Zach Moss somehow, maybe you got to throw him in a package deal. There's people that's running back needy. You got to do something because you, you definitely missed your, your chance to, to move on from him like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, Peacock said, what's the movie we're doing for Friday? We are doing Child's Play 1. So we're talking Chucky franchise now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, lo- I love that Peacock. He's And Peacock, that, that, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you are part of the show now. So <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Nelson said he was, uh, he likes, um, he was like, we had another episode where there was four guys on. He was like, but it was very different when Peacock was like a fourth guy on. Because he like, you know, you guys already know each other. Already got the rapport. Peacock's that like comfortable with everyone. So he yeah. was like, yeah, it was a really good show. Yeah, hell yeah. Love Peacock. And uh, so we're doing Child's Play 1. Oh, yeah. Child's Play 1. It's a good one. Taking it all the way back. What we're going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back in that time. Whoo. And uh, Roberto, he says, y'all think that Brees Hall can keep it up. I mean, he's got Philly this next week. So I don't think he's going to be going down and throwing 177 on Philly. 
I don't even think he's going to throw down 100. I think if he comes away with like 80 or 90 yards and a touchdown, that's like a win versus the Eagles because not a lot of peeps can even yeah, do that. yards, I can see that. But um, they then they got the bye. Then they got the Giants, Chargers, and Vegas. Like, I mean, that's going to be three awesome games coming off of the bye. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I think to a certain extent he'll be able to keep it up. Just sucks uh, Philly this week and then the bye. You know, over the next two weeks, uh, he might cool off as far as, like, his value. And and what is Dalvin Cook these days? A backup for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's isn't that funny? Let's go see what the split even was. Yeah, he got 17%. Michael Carter got more work than Dalvin Cook. Sure Nick Bowden got more work than uh, Dalvin Cook. It's pronounced Bowden. Dalvin Cook was the number four running back in snap uh, total this past week. That is not any kind of good. No. And Marco said the old school child's play one. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Child's play one from what, 1984? Nine. Yeah, 1990 1989 88 88 wow there we go yeah, yeah, I, remember watching, I remember watching that shit like the first or second grade i was terrified you know what i mean because it had already been out for a couple years at that point you know what i mean yeah I mean, rented that shit oh yeah pretty much i uh, went like back to back to back because i think all three of those came out yeah 88 90 and 91 so those first ones came out damn near back to back to back Oh shit! So part three came out in ninety one. Yeah, yeah. They just, had, just had to make him older. They had to age him up. They didn't didn't want that same kid in there three years in a row. Yeah, yeah. They they jumped up into in in time, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's a teenager. They got yeah, and that's the current that that same actor. Now he's the guy that's still in the in the series. He was the one playing Andy. Yeah, the older Andy. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's all the same. Even even the broad is uh, the, the 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 foster sister from part two. Yeah, she, yeah, she that's the same same chick too. Yeah, Sweet. that was funny when they got pulled over in part two. She got the checky doll on the side. <laughs> like the police, like, is your doll bleeding? <laughs> yeah, you've heard of the dolls that pee. This one bleeds. It's <laughs> like okay. And Marco's like, good, because I refuse to watch any kind of reboots. Yeah, we're we're not doing we're not doing the reboots. We're taking it all oh, the way back. What we're gonna do right here is go back. Way, way back. Back into time. Is it not the 25th anniversary of child's play? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. That. We always do this on accident, huh? Yeah. There there silver, it's a silver screen breakdown. You gotta, you gotta do the silver, the silver, uh, the silver uh because it was that 25 years of silver. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and it came out November 9th, 1988. So we are literally within, you know, that 30 days of when it came out. So 25 years ago, this 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 little supernatural possessed doll <laughs> hit the scene. Man, and they ain't looked back ever since. How many movies do they have? How many are in their franchise now? <laughs> Um, like okay, they had the One, Bride of Chucky, two, then they had like what the Seed of Chucky. So it's uh yeah, Child's Play One, Two, and Three, The Bride, The Seed, The Curse, The Cult, <laughs> and then that uh that reboot in 2019. So one, two, three. I wonder if the the creator uh, of Chucky, if he had anything to do with that 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 reboot one. 
I hope not because it was trash. I ain't never watched it. Yeah, I, I watched. It was Didn't because they have a recent one? one, like a girl one. Like it's, it had nothing to do with Chucky, but it's like a, they have like they had like a, some girl, some like it was like the same concept. It was like a, a doll, like an that AI way. doll or something like that. Yeah, that then it wasn't. I don't think it was. It wasn't a girl that was in it though. But yeah, it, that's the that's the one. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the reboot Chucky. I'm talking about like recently they came like like a year ago they had like a move. They have, I think they have like two of them already. Some kind of like girl doll. A girl doll. Um. Well, I mean, those were in the uh, the earlier ones. No, 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 no. This has. I, I, don't, do I don't know about. I don't know about a new one with it. This, yeah, this has nothing to do with Chucky. I'm just saying it's another horror movie that came out. Oh, like a doll, but it's a girl doll. Oh, Annabelle. There you go. Johnny said that one, right? Not that one. That one's the fucking. Yeah, that one's creepy. Right, let's a get different one. Let's get back to the running backs. If you're watching this on replay, this is kind of a thing that just happens on a normal basis during the live shows. David Montgomery, Mr. Monty Burns. He was excellent. Excellent. This week. 109, 19 attempts. See, that's where it came down. came down significantly there from the 32 the week before. I mean, he would have, if he had that same amount, Brad, he, he put up like three bills on him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we wish he did, but he did not. And, uh, Let's see who was the other split. Uh, Craig Reynolds. I mean, it's crazy because even Reynolds. I feel like Reynolds had a better game. Let me see. Well, Gibbs, he had a better game than Gibbs has ever had this year because Gibbs yeah. didn't play. But like, yeah, but like he was the secondary option, and you know, Gibbs isn't, isn't even handling in that in that role. Seven for fifty-two and a touchdown against uh, yeah, um, smashing, smashing Carolina. And again, a chain, no matter what, a chan for you guys who want to get, you know, real Devon, a chan. <laughs> no matter what, <clears throat> you just play him. Every game that he's gotten more than eight touches, he's uh, he's got over a hundred yards. So you know, we're <laughs> we're just rocking and rolling with it. It's the way it's the way it is. Spears, this one out of nowhere. Uh, only 34 yards on the ground, 35 yards through the air, but had the touchdown. And that's how bad running backs are this week. Really bad. <laughs> really bad. And uh, let's see. So what was that? That was four. So he was number six. That's wild. Number six. Kamara, number seven, 18 points, 80 yards, had the touchdown. Really just needed like 70 yards and a touchdown. McLaughlin. There you go. 68 yards had the receiving touchdown. 21 Let's go. And, like, I think the Broncos are at a point where they're like, okay, we're going to see what we got with our guys right here getting ready for next year for real. Like, I, they're not in this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know they're not in this thing. They're going to try. <laughs> and you might as well save Javante. I don't know. No reason to, like, get him killed. And Swifty. 70 yards on the ground, 38 through the air, and six receptions. That was you gotta awesome. keep that, you gotta keep that floor of those receptions. Yeah. And what's awesome about that is because like Miles Sanders in that role never got targeted in that fashion at all. Yeah. You know, so that's pretty cool. Anyone who's hating on Mostert still ended up seven, eight, nine in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Only 14.8 points, but, you know, bad week. He's That's up there still. Yeah. 10 attempts, 65 yards. 
Had the touchdown on the ground. Two for 13. Joe Mixon, Pacheco, Kendra Miller, Jordan Mason, CMC, Marcado, Addison, Juszczyk. It's just crazy, like all these guys all around. Why was three of those guys in the game against the Cowboys? Yeah, it's pretty bad, Cowboys. I'm just saying. They didn't even need to. Supposed to be a good run, D. It was supposed to be, yeah. When I got the script, I mean, I read in the beginning of the season that Cowboys were going to be really good. The script said it's our year. I just threw it out there. I threw it in the trash. I like this script. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so a lot of guys in kind of like the blah section of the RBs. But let's go dumpster diving right now because we got a bone to pick with some of you guys here. Let's see. Miles Sanders. It's funny because there's actual dump trucks. Do you hear them? Yeah, they know because we're talking about Miles <laughs> Sanders right now. Point two points because he fumbled. <laughs> 32 yards on the ground, and then you fumble. You Number like- one run defense right now, I think, bro. Or at least like least yards allowed or something. I forget which category they are, but they're up there, bro. The Lions is no job. I told people not to play Sanders. It is ugly. Yeah. Let's see. Dalvin Cook. I know no one's banking on them, but better abandon ship if you are. Here's one that sucked. Stevenson. That's <sighs> uh, not his fault. Ask me how many ask me how many rush attempts they have as a team within the five yard. How many rushing attempts do they have? One. <laughs> one. Horrible. They're not even getting down there. That's the thing. It's not even that they're getting down there and they're throwing it. They're not even getting to the red zone. It's just, it's just all bad. He's like, man, he's a guy we could like sit for real, man. It sucks because I probably wouldn't like in most scenarios. Yeah, it really sucks. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, I told you guys not to play him unless you were desperate. It was one of those weeks you should have listened. Because he only had four points. It was the Titans, and it was the snap count. It, they told us, they told us straight up, don't don't play him, bro. You know what I mean, basically, you know what I mean. Like I, I, I remember telling a couple people when the options were shitty, I was like, well, you waited on this long for JT, might as well play JT. What if those other options did better for them? <laughs> you David. How about James Conner? Five points. Oh man. Uh, yeah, Aji and James Cook. Yeah, that was crazy. The, the James Cook one is like, man, I, especially with the game script being the way it was, it's like you would think he would get targeted more and just save his day for fantasy. Minus four rushing yards. That was bad. Mm-hmm. Tony Pasta. You know things are bad when Zeke scores more points than Tony Pasta does. You know things are bad. You know we're just they could not get it going. They couldn't. They just couldn't. And you know things are bad for guys like B. Rob the Mob, Derrick Henry, and Damian Pierce when Antonio Gibson scores more points than you. Sucks. Do better. This is all around really, really just bad week for running backs. 
We saw it there where we didn't even get 10 running backs, you know, over 20 points. It's going to happen. It's a real shit week. We got to bounce back. And we're going to bounce over to the wide receivers. Make sure if it's your first time here and watching us on replay, smash that subscribe button. Uh, go listen, uh, go subscribe to the audio version of the podcast on Apple, on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read it out on uh, one of these shows here. It's Fantasy Football Hustler, and you might as well go subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast as well. All right, let's jump over to the wide receivers. Let's do it. What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. What up, Bogart Sky Free, higher than a motherfucker. Let's go. And we're getting in to some wide receiver action. And, oh, man, everybody on Thursday thought that it was going to be DJ I Want to Score More who was going to be the top wide receiver on the week. But Chase said, hold my beer. Chase, 15 receptions out of 19 targets, 192 yards, three touchdowns. It's fucking awesome. Let's go. DJ Moore was pretty awesome, though, with his eight receptions for 230 yards and three touchdowns. It was awesome to see both guys uh, chase 52 points, Moore 49 points. Tyreek, though, doing his Tyreek thing, still over 30 points there, 32, nine uh, targets, eight receptions, 181 touchdown. Adam Thielen, man, he's killing it, 28 points. 13 targets, 11 receptions, 107 yards in the tug. Pickens came out of nowhere. Six receptions, 130 in a tug. Oh, man. Diggs, eight for 121 in a tug. I was super solid. All of those guys, the top six were over 25 this week, over 25 points. Let's go. Hopkins at number seven, 140 yards. He was looking super solid out there. Can we just get this Hopkins every single game? Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope so. Who do they got next? They got the, the Browns, bro. Oh, the Ravens. They got the Ravens, then they got the bye week, and then they got mm-hmm. Atlanta and Pittsburgh. Okay. So I do like this week's matchup against the Ravens for Hopkins, and then I like the Pittsburgh matchup. They got a little bit of good, a little bit of bad over the next couple weeks. Yep. Gabe Davis at wide receiver Let's eight. Go. Six receptions, 100 yards, touchdown. Everybody go buy the shirt on neonpeacockmerch.com. The angel Gabriel, the archangel himself. There we go. Uh, Calvin Ridley, 21 points. Seven receptions, 122 yards. Let's go. No touchdown, but we want him to get more receptions. And Deltonic said his digs matchup proof. Yep. I mean, hell yeah, we're not sitting him. Yeah, you don't ever not sit. Like, you just, yeah, you play digs. Like, you know what I mean? He's 100 receptions every year, 100 plus every year with Josh Allen. This is just what he does. Yeah, he hasn't gone single digits. This entire even in his off game versus the versus the Raiders, seven for sixty six. Got the Giants, the Patriots, the Bucks, the Bengals over the next couple weeks. 
Mm-hmm. And he's tore up. He's tore up the Patriots on several occasions too. They they ain't tripping off. He ain't tripping off them. I mean, mm-hmm. let's see. Curtis Samuel, wide receiver, 10. 10. 20, his twenty one points, or is it yeah twenty point five points? I, I mean, it helps when you throw fifty one times wherever you know multiple people could eat, and then like it also when Scary Terry's just on a fucking, they're just playing zone on him and just not letting nothing. Like it was insane. Yeah, super bullshit. Cooper yeah. Cup in there like swimwear, twenty points, right? Nineteen point eight. Eight receptions, 12 targets, 118 yards. And look at who's right below him, both being in the top 12. Still, boy, Big Pook. The Big Pook. Seven 71, and a tug. Both were in the top 12 in the first time they were on the field together. That's pretty dope. Yep. And let's see. A.J. Brown bald. Addison bald. Can he just get, like, nine targets each each week? We'll be happy with it. Yeah. And like that happened, though he was getting targeted like shit before the 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 Jefferson injury too. So, you know, going into next week, um, for everyone that has Addison, this is I mean, it sucks that Jefferson's hurt, but man, like you want this for your Addison right now. Just just show that he could be a guy so they don't, you know, that they, they they involve him more over a KJ Osborne moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, Osborne like really sucks. Yeah. Let's see the Reynolds rap and Waddle, Marquise Brown. Downs looks really good with Gardner Minshew. London had like one crazy drive and got all his yards, and that was cool. (laughs) Right? Looking solid. Well, let's go dumpster dive now. I'll be right back. Let's go dumpster dive here. Let's see. Oh, man. Of course we're starting with Devonta Smith. Man, not even two points. Six yards, that's it. Going up against the Jets next week. It's like, man, he might as just got to sit him, man. He deserves a week of punishment on the bench. Let's see. Jameson Williams, we won't even back the truck up for him. Didn't come, didn't come back doing much. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Man, one reception for 13 yards. Ugly. Uh, Marquise Wilson, or I mean Michael Wilson, a lot of people were uh, dependent on you, man. Two targets. Not good. Let's see what percent of snaps he actually played. Played 75% of snaps, so he was out there a bunch. Sky Moore still not doing nothing. Juju not doing nothing. Let's see. Come on. Any big names? I'm glad we're not seeing too many big names here. Ah, Justin Jefferson. It wasn't even because he got hurt on why he got that either, because he was out there for a long time. He wasn't really getting nothing. Robert Woods and Dodson. Ah, we're not really care about Robert Woods, but Dodson, you got to do better. You got to get you in double digits. Nico, seven points. Tank Dell, eight points. Man, sucks he got hurt. Terry McLaurin, C.D. Lamb, Chris Olave, all with nine points. Mm. 
And Chris Olave had a touchdown. They didn't even score 10 points. Like, what is going on? 9.2 points. Very, very ugly. Very ugly. All right. If this was your first time here, make sure you smash that subscribe button. We broke down the wide receiver studs and duds. We got waivers coming tomorrow. Um, and we got uh, a bunch of live streams. So make sure you're here with us every morning. Carson, what up, Carson on Twitch? Should I sell Cup for DeMonta Smith and Nico? No, no, no. No point to sell Cup. You hold him now. You've held him this entire time. Now's the time to cash in. And Marco said, dumpster diving. What about Burkhead? <laughs> yeah, and uh, Peacock said Tank was on his way, got knocked out super early. I know it's going to suck, and then he's going to miss this week coming up more than likely because of the concussion. And... Guy's got the buy in week seven. So, man, we might not get some tank for a few weeks here. All right. Let's jump over. Let's jump over to the tight ends. What up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. We are breaking down the tight end studs and duds and really we're just talking about some stud uh tight ends and uh hey hey there goes bogey back yeah. in the house had, had to throw together a croissant ham swiss with some fucking some yellow peppers there we go and if it's your first time here smash that subscribe button go follow the audio podcast fantasy football hustler and then my social handles at FFHustler420. Bogey is at the GMM Network. Go follow us everywhere on social. Let's jump into it. George Kittle. Man. Let's go. Three touchdowns, 67 yards, had three receptions. All of them hit pay dirt. Pretty dope. Dallas Goddard. Man, why does he have to be like... So bad and then, like, so amazing when not a lot of people would have started him unless you asked, uh, should he start Goddard or Ferguson? Then you would have got the right answer. <laughs> Eight receptions, 117 yards, and a touchdown. It's out of nowhere. And who do they got next week? They got the Jets next week. Actually, not. That wouldn't be a bad game for him. And then they got Miami. Not a bad game. Hey, might be able to start Dallas Goddard for two weeks here, two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, I mean, it's crazy because uh, not really a down week uh, necessarily, but 10 receptions, 67 yards, and a touchdown. It looked down in the first half of the game. I was going to say, it was all Taylor two halves for, for Kelsey right there. Yeah, pretty insane. Laporta, two touchdowns, 47 yards, four targets. Solid game, top four. Logan Thomas, did he get over 20? 19.7 uh, with his 77 yards and nine receptions. This is a really big week for tight ends. And then Schultz, over 19 points as well. 65 yards and a touchdown. Oh, go. This is like one of the best tight end weeks all, all season, I feel. All year. Got to be. Waller mm -hmm. got his 86 points. I mean, 86 yards, wow. uh, 17 points. Kyle Pitts, 87 yards, seven receptions. Like, what world are we living in right now? Is this the real life? Is 
Cole Komet, 14 points. Troutman, 13. Andrews, 13. Conklin, 11. Hawkinson, 10. Johnu, 10. All those tight ends got over 10 points. That's pretty insane. Not mm-hmm. too many weeks is this uh, happening. This is crazy. Let's see. Is there any big names who just totally fluked us? Let's see. Zach Ertz? He scored a touchdown. So oh, okay. He's being like zero. So he's like, what, 13? <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, no, no big names thrown down like zero. Kincaid, I mean, four points. Not the best. Knox, five. Ferguson, six. Ooh, three for 28. Ooh, where you Ferguson people at? Who's <laughs> the Niners? Ertz got nine. Um, I mean, he had the touchdown, but still to only get to like nine points with getting the touchdown, not really that well. But yeah, if you played him, you're not super pissed about that. Nope. All right. Did there you Mr. Have Josh Dobbs in, uh, um, injury? What's that? Did we miss a Josh Dobbs injury when we were doing the injuries? I just thought of that right now. Oh, did he get injured? Could have swore he got hurt like at the very end of that game. Oh. All right, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do the team defense studs and duds next. Uh, so if you guys play in leagues with team defense, hang around for that. And if you play in leagues with IDP, go be on the lookout for the IDP. We're just going to combine all of those into one video, and we're just going to do a full IDP breakdown of uh, every position. And, uh, yeah, make sure you go subscribe to the audio podcast, uh, Fantasy Football Hustler. Let's get it. And we're going to jump over to the team defense, and here we go. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. We are breaking down the team defense studs and duds for week five. Make sure if it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button. And make sure you turn on all the notifications because if you're watching this video, you need to be here for the Tuesday Tuesday waiver wire defensive streamers, uh, the waiver wire pickups and streamers. And... Uh, I don't know your scoring system, but this is sleeper default. New Orleans, number one this week, killing it with 24 points. Steelers coming back with 21 points. Jets with 19. San Fran and the Bengals. What? Both with uh, 17 points over there. There goes Bogey in the house. A lot of teams getting over 10 points. Let's see. Who are the real big duds on the week, though, that everyone thought? If you guys have New England, drop them already. Drop them. I'm sure they're still rostered. Drop New England. The Titans were the if you dare. Ooh, man, they did not fare so well. Two points. The Texans, six points. Not horrible. The Lions got eight. That was who uh, one of the teams we shouted out. The Dolphins, they were the one. They were the one. They got 12 this past week. Real ugly all around for most defenses, but the cream rose to the top for what? How many? Two, four, six, eight. For 10 of those teams, the cream was rising to the top over 10 points for those. 
All right, but that is all the time that we are going to spend on team defense. Oh, no, now we, we got one back the truck up on the Cowboys defense. Oh. Oh, man. Damn, they suck. The Cowboys. Defense. The defense for fantasy. Zero points. Mm. Zero points. Man, if you started the Cowboys, sorry, probably – Probably didn't win. Washington, there was another team. You started Washington. Probably uh, didn't win your matchup. <laughs> Houston probably didn't even do it for us either, huh? I mean, he got six. They got six points. Okay. okay. So not not horrible. But, yeah, uh, Miami, that was the best one out of uh, the streamings. Yep, they got 12 points over there. There you go. All right. Well, we're going to get over to the IDP. And let's, uh, yeah. Let's get down to the IDP, and we're gonna do each. We're just gonna, we're just gonna do each section. We're gonna I'm gonna make this one video now for the IDP instead of three. I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be better. And let me mark this down. I'm gonna make a call for some tree pretty soon here. Uh oh. All right, here we go. Let's get into the IDP uh, video for you IDP freaks. What up, Tino? He said, y'all back this one live. We are live. We are yeah. live. Damn it, Derek said Houston gave me one in my work league. That sucks. Mm. And Marco, the kicker video will always be uh, just all the way tucked in at the end, and it'll be like two minutes, just a very, very last part of the of everything. And Dow Max has started Washington this week, but got lucky with the RBs. Nice. Nice. All right. Let's get over to the IDP. What up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. What's handing Bill Bogart a check? We're bringing another IDP video for you IDP freaks. We are talking studs and duds. We are talking every single position. We're going to just start combining them into one video now. So we're starting with the DLs first. Let's get over here to the DLs, and then we're going to break down the LBs second and then the DBs third. And we're starting off with Epineza from the Buffalo Bills. Man, in absence of a few guys, he's been killing it. Like out there this week, 30. Last week, he only had three. The week before that, it was huge against Washington. They're going up against the Giants this next week. And everybody gets sacks on the Giants. So might be a good week. Oh, like two week how long ago was that with the Bill? Was that week three? Uh, it was two uh, weeks ago. Washington? Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks yeah, ago. Okay, two weeks ago. Yep. Oh, man. So this Zach Zeiler. I remember in week one, talked about him a little bit, but then he's only got single digits since then. But he played the Giants, two sacks. <laughs> they got Carolina this week, but you really just got to start everybody versus the Giants on your defensive line. And look at Trey Hendrickson out there. And he's been killing it um, the last three weeks. And he's really only had one off week, and that's it. Um, Baltimore is the only game where he didn't have at least half a sack. Other than that, he's had at least half a sack in every single game this year he's looking like the 2021 him he's killing it right now and who do they got next they got uh seattle and then the bye and then san fran then buffalo then houston so maybe not the best games after the bye but let's see if he can keep uh this trend going against seattle tj watt of course he's always in the mix for one of the top players ed oliver man he killed it 
He's been killing it. Um, I mean, really, he's only had one game below double digits this year if you play an IDP one, two, three. That was the only game where he didn't put up at least half a sack. Aiden Hutchinson's been killing it, though. Mm -hmm. He's the truth. Yeah, week three, four, and five, he's just been on it. Um, and really only, and only had one game below double digits uh, this entire season. I mean, so. Last year, eight sacks and a pick. Like, you know, he's uh, he, that's more than flashing. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that he's just pacing as fuck to be one of the better uh, uh, DLs or DL eligible guys this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has four and a half sacks uh, so far. And we're like a little, little less than a third into the season right now. Yeah, he's going double digits for shout. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Montez Sweat killing it uh, versus Chicago. A sack and a half. He was just wrecking shop out there. They got ATL next week. I'm going to be excited to roll him out there again. And then they got the Giants after that as well. So this could be two weeks of wrecking havoc for Montez Sweat. Jalen Carter cracking 25 points, um, two sacks. A lot of tackles out there, killing it. Yeah, it's another team, too. The Rams start your guys against them. Uh, Stafford takes sacks to the ass. Sam the Wolf Howl takes sacks to the ass. Danny Dumbass. Like, you follow these guys around, you should be all right. Yep. And then let's see. Nick Benito with the 22. Pour it up. Hell yeah. He's killing it out there. Got two sacks. Uh, four and a half sacks just in the last two games combined. You got KC, um, Green Bay. I mean, that's going to be a good one. Dan, they got KC two out of the next three games. That is the Denver Broncos. They're about to get smacked up. Uh, man, don't feel I don't feel good for them. Yeah. I like it for fantasy. Oh yeah, for sure. Right, like this. Th those could be high scoring games for real. Leonard Floyd, twenty one. Uh, Carl Granderson, twenty one. Um, this young kid, Dante Stills. They were talking about him a bunch. I want to see how much. What is snap? How many skills he got? <laughs> is that what you're looking up? How much skills he got? Dante skills. Stills. Stills. Oh, right. man, I like the better one. I thought but, he said skills. But, so, he's been, uh, okay, so pretty much they got, they got like a five-man rotation over there at defensive tackle is what it is. So, I'm assuming, so I'm guessing they run two uh, DTs all the time. He got over 50%. There's only a couple guys who are getting like over 50% every now and again. It seems like he's a guy hovering right around 50% of the snaps. This is the first game that he really got off. He had a shitload of tackles. He had the big sack as well. But that's just someone to throw on the radar. Who is this Rudy Pooh? <laughs> Pretty solid, though. Pretty solid, and let me see here. Yo, who is that guy again? And what team? He plays on the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, because that'll help. Because we got to put that in the repertoire. I know a lot of times people don't know what teams these guys are on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I threw it up there on the screen. You just weren't yeah. looking at the screen. Well, you for the audio. Oh yeah, yeah, for the audio. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So he's on the Arizona Cardinals. He's a rook. He's a rook, and he plays defensive. We should guy. expect him to get more work. He's, he's number regime guy. He's number fifty-five. All right. Yeah. Now let's uh, in that new regime. Let's jump over to the linebackers here. Everybody's favorite position for IDP, I'm sure. Uh, a little bit top heavier in the DLs, but the guys leading the charge over here: Fred Warner and Quincy Williams. 
both with 34 points. Fred Warner had the INT. Both guys had a sack. Quincy had multiple sacks. Both guys had forced fumbles each. And great game. Let's fucking go. Highest scores in the linebackers right above TJ Watt. And right above Mr. Ernest Jones. Man, this guy has been killing it. A lot of people don't even know who the hell Ernest Jones is. But for anyone who's been following this show, you guys know uh, who he is. And literally only has one game where he didn't score 19 or more. Last three weeks, all over 20 points. This week versus Philly, 31 points, 15 combined tackles. Man, he's killing it. Yep. He's killing it. Love Ernest Jones, man. I got a quick Ernest Jones story. We were doing the startup for the League 7. Uh-huh. And it was one of those ones like, fuck, I accidentally fat thumbed something. Because I had Ernest Jones cued, but I keep, I didn't want to get him yet. Yeah. And I go, can you remove that pick for me? Like, yeah, I got you. And then I picked up jo- the black Josh Allen, right? But then yeah. later on, I want to go get Ernest Jones. Someone grabbed him and I was hot. Because I was like, fuck. Then he tore his ACL that year. I'm like, okay, it's all good. Then he came back. And ever since he's came back, man. I mean, this is a year removed from the ACL this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Killing it. Bobby Okariki. Talk about killing it. Double-digit point, uh, double-digit tackles each of the last two weeks. Over 20 points each of the last two weeks. Got an INT. They're always on the field. That defense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotta love that. Teams defend leads by running the ball against them. Fucking mm-hmm. love it. Top five there. Oh, man. Peacock, my bad. Didn't see that. Hunter Henry Goosen in the tight end. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Mm-hmm. The question for the Vin Master said, should I trade Mixon and lock it for Stevenson and Amari? No. Nah. And Brady, Brady AZ. He said, uh, would you trade A-Chain for a 24 uh, first and third? Probably. Yeah, if I'm in a rebuilding mode, I'd do that. But you know what, too? He is so shiny, you could probably get a, a young player in that in that mix, too. I want a one, a three, and a player, or maybe a one and, like, a good player. Like you could do that. A-Chain's that shiny right now. Yeah, and um, if I could buy him for a first and a third, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Why not? All right. We got CJ Mosley coming up next here. 26 points, 13 total tackles. Killing it. It's a bad boy. Hell yeah. Um, Jermaine Pratt, 26 points. She was making plays all day. Bentley, man, left early. Still 25 points. Come on. I love, you know, Jawan Bentley's the only Jawan that we don't call Jawan a man. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves a little respect. Big Bentley. Yeah. He'll eat us alive. He would. Quan Alexander. Doing his thing. Cracking 20 for the, the first time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they, they've been dying for a veteran linebacker. Every year they bring someone in, they never pan out. From Miles Jack to fucking even Cole Holcomb's not really pan out, but... Quan Alexander was that late, that late season, a late offseason acquisition that he's, he's getting right in there. Terrell Bernard, 
killing it. Greenlaw killing it. Wow. Hassan Reddick killing it. Let's go. He's back. Jerome Baker, TJ Edwards killing look, it. Look at Jerome Baker in the mix. Finally. Finally. We need him. We need him there. First God, game man. over 11 points. Let's go. That big time game, though. He had a sack and a half. We need more out of that. We need more mm -hmm. of that. Vic Fangio, let's go. Uh, Cole Holcomb, Nick Benito, Zaire Franklin, Aziz Al Shair, Roquan, Leonard Floyd. Hey, hey, my man Al Shair has been killing it the last like two weeks for real. Yeah. Killing it, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, we had uh, Kaiser White, 19. There you Blake go. Cashman, 19. So he's still out there. Uh, H2O, 18. What did Morrow do for everyone that chased the Morrow from last week? I don't think he did that good. Let's see. I, I, I could have sworn he got like a pick, but I don't think that. I think that might have been all he did. He got 11 points. No pick. Okay. Um, is it a sack? It was a sack. No, it was tackles. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice floor there. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. There you go. There you have it for our top heavy LBs over here. And uh, we're going to get uh, right into the DBs now. All right. Let's Terrell Bernard, though, man. Let's go. Been killing it. All yeah. right. We're going to get uh, in the DBs. Uh, sometimes we get some unfamiliar faces here. Greg Stroman. Uh, putting him on the map, um, INT, seven total tackles, had a sack as well. They have a lot of nobody out there in the secondary for the Bears, so that's yeah. who he plays for as a DB for the Bears. I don't know if he's worth picking up, but he should be on your radar now. There were so many injuries, it's going to be hard to, like, because, like, you know, I mean, they could just bring a guy back and he falls in a depth chart, unless he's earning his his keep right here. Yep. Yeah, uh, we got – Kaivon Wallace for the Arizona Cardinals, DB. Uh, Double-digit points every single week, and they threw down 28 points this week at an INT. He's a corner? Is he opposite of Clark? What? Uh, hold on. It's always interesting to see how, like, who they were picking on. I feel like they were picking on him because he had a shitload no, of time. No, he's a safety. Oh, okay. So he's the Buda Baker replacement. Yeah, for the for the year. Yeah, yeah. Good there shit. You go. Yeah, I mean he's been doing it's solid. Fine. Nothing but uh, nothing but double digit uh, points all season. Take him up. He's been killing it. Take him up. Yeah, <laughs> took us all those sections before he did that. Man, slacking on that. And it's like, did I just give my cards away? I'm like, that's the guy I target this week. <laughs> <laughs> Darius Williams. Oh man, back to back insane games. This one versus Buffalo. At an INT and a forced fumble, seven total tackles. That's his high on the season. He was a bad motherfucker with the with the Rams a couple years ago, and he he was with them for a good for a good stretch. And then I think he did a little small stint with the, with the Jets last year. But yeah, he's he, he's been doing this everywhere he's at. He's 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 not a joke. Yeah, I mean that he's a good corner. Roger McCreary. So after that big zero in week one, he's only thrown down double digit points every single week. 25 points uh, this past week. Um, Jalen Pitry, there we go. Welcome back. Welcome yeah. back. For fumble recovery and double-digit tackles. Uh, McDuffie, he's been killing it for KC. Double-digit points all but one week, and then 24 points this past week. And Sneed still threw down 20-plus points. Finally, um, can we do that more often, Sneed, just so we don't have to worry yeah. about starting you or sitting you? We just start you every week. 
I still had to start him everywhere. I could like I, I tried to sit him for Rudy Ford. And I saw that that Q tag. I was like, no, nah, never mind. Yeah, glad I'm glad. A lot of solid uh, DBs this week. Uh, make sure that you guys are here when we break down uh, the waivers. We do waivers every single week as well for IDP uh, positions. That is always going to be a big time one. All right. Yeah, if it's your first time here, if you found us, if it's your first time here and you found us, uh, search an IDP on YouTube, smash that subscribe button because you know, like nobody really brings IDP uh, videos like we do. And so make sure you hang around, smash that subscribe button, turn on the notifications, go subscribe to the audio podcast as well, Fantasy Football Hustler and Bogard um, for the IDP peeps. Uh, Let them know what you got going on. Um, tune into the Dr. Bogey segments. Hopefully, uh, we won't have our, our, our star LBs and DBs and DLs, and etc. on those lists. But, uh, yeah, and check, check out all the new music, Bogart, Sky Free. Search me on Spotify. I'm all over the place. Let's go. There we go. And for everyone watching live, we got one more section here. And Stranger said, Pratt has been really impressing me this year, especially how often I see him trying to strip balls. Yeah, it's been uh, been awesome to see because uh, for fans, even Logan Wilson, bro, don't go don't go across that middle. Yeah, been killing it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Marco said, "Ain't no zone scored a bunch of points on my bench." Yeah, it's a little rough. No, he's almost a guy I can't not start. To be honest, bro, uh, it goes in waves. It goes in waves with him because he had uh, he had he had some whatever games, you know. But then now he comes back with a twenty point game, and it's like, all right. And- and what's going on with Jack Campbell? Because he was like showing up here and there, and then he's just gone again. Yeah. They're like, what happened? Like they were, I felt like they were trying to get him in the mix. And that's when he kind of that's when anal zone kind of steps it up. I mean, week three and four. I mean, he only had 20 points combined in both those weeks. Um, but you know, week five, he comes back 21 points total. And uh yeah, it's looking like we need to start him week every week again. <laughs> Let's go. And uh, Joe, he said, I think if you click share and copy the link, it counts as a share. Okay. He said that you don't even have to do anything else. Okay. I like it. So everybody do that. Make sure you click the share button and copy the link. And then, uh, yeah, we just get more. We need to get more and more people watching the show. And uh, don't worry. We're going to turn you guys into degenerates anyways, where you uh, you don't care <coughs> so much about one specific league because you're in like 30 leagues. Yeah. All right. We got one more section that we are mandated to do. No, and- we're not. <laughs> Let's get into Go the kick- on with the kickers, goddammit. Let's get into the kicker section. <sighs> what up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. And it is I, Nigel. <laughs> Nigel the boot. <laughs> the leg. The, the leg. leg. God damn it. I knew I slotted us. That's not right. If it is your first time here and you found us because you were searching for kicker videos, hot tip to you. Hit the subscribe button. Hit turn on all notifications. And here goes your top kickers of the week. Greg the leg. The other leg. The American leg. Five for five. Oh man. Two extra points as well. Anybody who had the balls to start Greg the leg against Denver, hat tip. Because he hasn't been that good. Yeah, hasn't because been. they don't get in the scoring. They don't get in the field goal position like you would want. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then you got Santos for the Bears, Fairbairn for the Texans. Uh, you got the Saints kicker. You got the ba- uh, the Bengals kicker. Nick you didn't want to say their names? No, nah, they don't even. They don't even need it. You're right. Fuck them. Yeah, it doesn't. Their names don't even matter. You guys just really care about the teams that they play for, anyways. A um, lot of kickers in double digits, and I think that's because there was so much like lack of scoring. Like this week, I mean, if you watched uh, the running back videos, running back scoring was very low this week. Kicker points look very high this week. Correlation, yeah, running backs. Put that shit, hit pay dirt. We don't want to be talking about this many kickers. All right, there we go. (laughs) We did it. There's your there's your kicker uh, content. Stop guy. playing in kicker leagues. <laughs> Stop playing in things where you need to rely on some sort of luck. You can't tell me you're some kind of fucking aeronautic master and you're like, 60 degree uh, wind trajectory. And oh, yes, we're starting this kicker. No, and fuck all that. <laughs> Make Wait, sure oh, if you found this video on the upload, go watch all the other positional videos as well because we broke down every single position, including the IDP. Go check out IDP. Appreciate you guys. And we got one question here before we bounce from something. Uh, Fat Singlum said, Should I trade Gibbs and Josh Palmer for Olave? 12 sure. man. Yep. Yeah, but kind of blah on both sides of the both sides. Of the here. I mean, yeah. unless you unless you could convince me that Gibbs is gonna eventually be a thing, and then Palmer is gonna be like a startable asset on a week to week basis. Otherwise, I'll take Olave, bro. Yeah, not banking on it. So I'm with that. Go get you some Olave, and we are getting out of here. Make sure you go subscribe to the audio version of the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler, on Apple on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. We will read out your review on one of these shows that we do here live. And every single morning, we're live, 7 a.m., West Coast time, 10 Eastern. Uh, We got uh, all the watch parties for all the games, so Monday Night Football. We got tonight, no FNT today, but we'll be back for Monday Night Football. And wait Well, yeah, we we did FNT, yeah. But we won't be be doing it at 1 o'clock, that's what I mean. And... Tomorrow, waivers, big day. So if you found us here uh, for the Overreaction Monday, better be back for Waiver Wire Tuesday. And Bogey, remind everybody what you got going on. Man, just just check me out on, on uh, the aforementioned Spotify and Apple, all that shit. Just search Bogart Sky Free. Check out all the new bangers. There we go. And we're out. We'll see you back for Monday Night Football. Peace. Peace. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live out my hustle. It don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. Yeah. Hold out here for a pill. Ain't no money trying to get this money for the real. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Here comes the money.
Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.